Ghostly Talk! Broadcasting from the world-famous haunted winery here in Warren, Michigan, this is Ghostly Talk restarting our diets for 2009 <laughs> on January 4th, 2009. Ghostly Talk is independently produced every Sunday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time to converse about all things paranormal. For more info, go to www.ghostlytalk.com. And I'm starting with the present Bonnie gave us, <laughs> European chocolates. Tonight, we're going to have some fun to start off the yeah, new year. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. Oh, absolutely. Ex-Misfit singer Michael Graves joins us to talk some horror. Among other things. Later, we're pleased to have Ghost Hunters Incorporated back with us. Finally, the one and only Dave Brocky. Season the new year with Ghostly Talk. After a, oh wow, a month. I know. Of not being here in the studio. I haven't seen yeah. Scott in a month. It's been horrible. I, I've missed you. My chair Every was Sunday, cold. I've missed you. She weeped. We need to thank our friends, our friend Phil from Sacred Reich. <laughs> oh, for the... For that little bump. They're an yeah, old you, school band. You changed it up. Well, I don't know if they're going to keep it, but it, it seemed like kind of a... When I was going through, I spent a lot of time... Um, with our time off, uh, you know, kind of updating things for the show, doing little things in the background, things like that. And uh, one of the things I was doing was freshening up, you know, a lot. You know, we obviously we should mention this for the new year. Uh, you know, Ghost of Talk is 100% independently driven. Yep. 150% independently driven, I should say. And that includes our music and stuff. And I actually started just, just for fun one day. I was goofing around on uh, Satan's website uh, on our time off. And 
having to come across, just started contacting a lot of bands and stuff like that, getting some new music here for the show. Uh, a lot of older bands, some old stuff, you know, just some bands from back in the day and things like that who were who are still kind of doing their thing or whatnot, but, you know, they, they have families and stuff now. Whatever, it's a long story, but a lot of these guys are like, yeah, we love to have our stuff played on your show. That's cool. You guys still listen to us? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks to Sacred Reich. Uh, it might be a band you guys know out there. There's, you know, over the next, you know, over the, the coming months, you're going to hear all kinds of wild stuff. You know, we've got a lot of stuff mapped out and planned here. So uh, that's, what's so damn funny? Almond. Oh, is that almond? Yeah. Bonnie Bonnie gave us Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say they're late Christmas presents, but she gave us Christmas presents, which included the, the chocolate that Doug, you can hear him chewing on probably through the microphone. They're European chocolates. They're Europe, now, European chocolates are always better because they're not nearly as sweet as American chocolates are. Right. Anytime, because we've had people send us all kinds of stuff from all over the world. We really have over the years here. And... I've noticed that even from stuff I've had in the past, that German chocolate, for example, uh, it's very, very smooth and it's not too sweet. You know, it's, not, it's something's too sweet; it makes my teeth hurt really bad. Uh, but with any type of European chocolates, they tend to be a lot more smooth and not nearly as sweet. And they taste a lot better. So I had to bring you your gifts. Now I only have what five left to deliver. Wow! Ugh. <laughs> I love Christmas. Well, thank you for the tea and the chocolates, Bonnie. I'll have a have a wonderful little afternoon. I gave with Doug my... loads of chocolate and a workout DVD. <laughs> <laughs> he asked for it. He asked she's for like, it. she's like, well, I don't know what I'm getting you for because I had found this thing that was like perfect for her that you can't top. Like I could go out and buy you her can't. a, a $900 something and, yeah. and it, uh, it wouldn't be. The only way you could have topped it is a trip to Disney and I don't oh, expect yeah. that for Christmas. <laughs> That's not 75% off yet. But when it is, <laughs> watch for that to leap into my cart. Oh, okay. I um oh and I did check and I did not win the first uh drawing of the year. I know I'm here to go for the second drawing. Mm. Well, um to start off, I guess, I mean, uh got a lot of positive feedback from December about our little experiment that we had. Um, as far as, you know, breaking our backs in November so we could take not take it off, but we had work stuff to do. Right. So uh I took it off. We had a lot of we had a lot of positive <laughs> feedback. A lot of positive feedback about about how things. You went needed it too with all the shopping you had to do. I know. It was horrible. <laughs> but it was a nice refresher, I think, for all for me at least. I know I was kind of nice. I was still kind of running the show from here, you know, just you know pushing it out there every week. But other than that, it was kind of nice to give our voices a break, which obviously mine still sucks. It's still shot, but hey, uh, it was kind of a nice refresher. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and I'm pretty confident that we're going to start this year off fresh and be back on it for 2009 here. So a lot of positive feedback again. So thanks guys for sending your emails in and stuff and letting us know that, you know, that you you dug at least that we were able to give you fresh stuff, but you know, we weren't here physically doing it live. So, right. What is your New Year's ghost hunting resolution. Oh, you don't even want to... Judging by the show we got planned for tonight, I don't. I think that's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, uh, New Year ghost hunting resolution. Um, to actually do it this year. To actually... <laughs> oh, wait. I did it last year, though. I did go ghost hunting at the end of yes, the you did. Or at the beginning did, of the I did a lot of ghost hunting last year. I really did. I mean, we, you know, it just it wasn't with you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what, we know. It still Scott counts. Ghost hunt with us. Don't still give counts. me chocolate. I need chocolate. You need chocolate? Did a lot so of stuff. You're not getting though. an almond. <laughs> <laughs> just well, I got, I got, I got to push that Hazelnut. out though. I got to mention oh, I don't that. Like um, I need to, I need to thank uh, Marilyn Haringa at the uh, Indigo Inn because she ha- she hosted us twice 
the la- and like the uh, oh, geez, my goodness, at the end of November, and then uh, like last weekend, uh, we were at the Indigo Inn also doing some ghost hunting. It's something that Tom's doing with Marilyn, Tom Mott, our, our very own Tom Mott. Yeah. Who uh, he's doing of Michigan's other side. Yeah, Michigan's other side. He's haunting. Uh, haunting. Haunting. He's haunting, <laughs> haunting <Wow>. Maryland. <laughs> he's hosting uh, some ghost hunts there and stuff like that. The, the fabulous Indigo Inn, Fremont, Michigan. Uh, you can check that out. It's on our website. Uh, and we got to meet some really cool people and spend the night at the Indigo Inn. It's a wonderful place to check out. If you're in that area or if you want to go out there, it's really amazing uh, because there was a lot of people there from, like, Indiana. From you know, some, There were some people from Florida that came there. Just to more or less spend the night there and, and do some ghost hunting with Tom. And, uh, you know, we all kind of helped out. Me and Amber helped out a little bit, too. So thanks to Marilyn because she put us up there both nights and, and let us hang out. Since you did that, I have to offer thanks to Sean mm-hmm. and to Jarrett Marshall for allowing us to come out to Whisper's Estate mm-hmm. in December. And I'll, it was oh so much fun. High, high level. I know that we we talked about that before the show, but like as far as your uh, your impressions, I heard I've heard stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um just to real quick how did, how, um, how was it? <clears throat> well, let's see. Uh Stacy almost ripped my arm off. And another girl almost ripped my hand off because it was the first time either of them had ever been ghost hunting. <laughs> yeah. And oh, and you take them it, to Whisper. Well, yeah. Great and it idea. was something new that night. We got growled at a couple times. I'm not really sure what that's all about. Mm. But well, Whispers Estate was already interesting, mm. but since then it's gone through two changes of ownership. Mm-hmm. Well, technically one. I mean, it changed gentlemen out of his hands and then Jared. back into his hands. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's two changes, even though it only involved. Two people. Yeah, but it's been back and forth, and it's back in Jared's hands now. So when he's uh, allowing people to come there and check it out again, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. And and of course the attending uh, redecorating that goes along with uh, changing oh, hands and a couple a times. Lot. So you're talking um, all the ingredients for a haunting. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I stayed in the attic all by myself. <laughs> oh, you're brave. <laughs> then you do that. Then you do that last time. No, last time I slept with Sean. <laughs> last time I slept. Time before that, I slept. Frightening in a, frightening in a, in a <laughs> Last time I slept in the same bed as Sean. Oh yeah, me you, too. You did Sean at Whispers. <laughs> oh, God. I slept with Sean at Whispers too. Uh, okay then, I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> no, you slept in the same bed as last Sean. Last time I slept in the same bed as Sean. This time, we were going through and everyone was picking their rooms and. Like I said, there were two people there that had never been ghost hunting, and the one girl wanted nothing to do with the place. She just wanted to leave. (laughs) She's like, where's the nearest super She was talking about sleeping in her car. (laughs) Wow. And you know how cold it got that weekend. It was crazy. But um, Jarrett was talking about, like, the eight-foot-tall black shadow that hangs out in the attic, and no one was like, yeah, I'm not sleeping in the attic. I'm like, I'll do it. I don't really care. (laughs) So I slept by myself in the attic, and twice during, well... A couple times during the night, it felt like someone sat on the end of my bed enough that it woke me up, mm-hmm. but I really didn't care. I was too tired, so I just rolled over and went back to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Glad it was as insane as people say. It was very interesting. Well, you know, the four hours I slept there, I slept pretty good. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, that's all we slept because we were up at like five oh, in the morning. Yeah. I slept very sound. I mean, I, you know, and it, typical with haunted locations like that. We talked about Sally House many years ago, and that's the... Who was I just talking to recently about that? Uh, I was discussing it with somebody, and they were like, well, you know, so how was it there when you went there? And I'm like, well, you slept great for three nights in a row. <laughs> it's awesome. I slept awesome. So uh, it's something I, I guess I sleep pretty good, you know, in these haunted places, but some people can't. 
I don't know. Maybe it's because they, well, what the theory, I guess, is that they suck the energy out of you. So then you're going to sleep. Oh, I felt totally um, sucked the energy out of <laughs> Well, it is the weekend. <laughs> <When I'm there. laughs> it's the end of the weekend. But, but when anyway. I was there, the first night, I finally, I'm like, that's it. I can't even move. I'm going to bed. Mm, mm. Um, I did. And I slept in what they thought was Rachel's room. Yeah. And it was... I don't remember any of it because I was passed out completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first time I Did was there. Did you sleep alone? That night, yes. Okay. I'm just curious since. We're then I slept my way through the entire uh, rest since, of the group. Since we're taking a tour of who we get around, slept with yeah, on yeah. trips. Wow. <laughs> Does I include think, me too? I think all of us I only can slept say with that. You once, I think. I think all of us can say that though that we slept with everyone in the group. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just something that happens, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're just really, really close. We got a really, Anyways, we got a really narrow social circle, so let's move on. You get what you can, and you I move on. I think we need to add to our group. <laughs> yeah, we need some more variety here. Yeah. I'm we getting can, tired with the same old thing. sleeping with one girl old. thing for me just sucks. I want more variety in my life. I want to Larry Flint myself right down the line, right? <laughs> You're going to notice some changes. Some I see my grandmother's been here. Oh, yeah. You know what? I haven't replaced that light here in the studio. Yeah. Well, you know, the whole haunted winery is getting, you know, it's been, it's room by room being outfitted. Is it with getting repainted? <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to 2009. There we go. I'm glad to see. It took, what, 20 minutes to it all. 16 minutes. I'm trying to offset it with the wonderful sage and cinnamon candle behind you, Doug. Oh, it's wonderful. It smells nice. Uh, what the hell was I talking? about? I don't know. Oh, you're no. I was saying. I was saying we were re-outfitting the whole haunted winery with uh, with those new high tech bulbs. Oh, those um, are really good. The studio is the last one to get it, unfortunately. So I, that thing blew actually blew out about a month ago, and I just yeah. I've been in here like once a week for the last. Yeah, it wasn't like weeks. top on your list. Yeah, of so to it's do. something I'm gonna have yeah. to do this week. You're gonna notice down uh, coming up here in the next few. Well, we got the monthly schedule up. We always do the schedules monthly on the website and stuff. We're gonna be getting. I, I want to start bringing on some people, some more. Uh, how would you say critical? Or, I don't even want to say skeptical people, but people that have a lot more questions to ask. Yeah. Besides just, you know, coming out, you know, which I love talking to people about their experiences, books they may have written. You know, I know we all feel that way. It's great. But I've been finding there's a lot more people popping up that are starting to really ask a lot more questions, which I think is really, really important. Um, they're meeting opposition. There's some <laughs> griping back and forth and things like that. You want to turn us into the Jerry Springer? No, I don't. Oh, no, I don't. don't. Absolutely not. No, yeah. I just think I I'll th- start the first fight. I know. She's going to pick up a chair and break it across my back. That's not what I want to do. Oh, it's obviously she was all looking forward to it. Uh, she wanted me to pick up. Or she wanted to pick up that chair. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's important to get some other viewpoints. You know, and I, okay. I think we've we, we thought we've always been so we're going to expand our horizons. Well, I mean, I think we've been fair about that in the past, but we've always had you know a lot more people on that you know they have their experiences and things like that, and that's totally awesome. But I want to hear from people. You know, it's very few and far between. Where well, people, well, go ahead. There are shows out there that are controversial shows. Yeah, and that's right. not what I'm they, they want to do. They want to throw wrenches into the thing, and they want to, you know, uh, call people names, or, or they do or don't, or yeah. whatever. But but they, they, they present it like, um, you know, the, the controversial reality no, you know, drama not what I'm kind going of for. show. No. And so you're, you're, it's interesting, because we're going to be introducing an 
element to the show that could develop into drama and controversy. Don't want to do that. However, I think, it's, I talk, think if it's handled the right way, like we've always handled it in the past, and that's what I want to do. You know, I want to handle it in a fair cool. way, yeah. and and because I I already told Bonnie this. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody says something that I disagree with, I will disagree well, with them, and, that's and the I'll way say, it "Hey, be. I disagree with you." And I think that's and in, this, in this. I've sh- done it in the past. Yeah, yeah, totally. We have not agreed on things. You know? Right, it happens. It's just the way it. And if we all agreed on everything, how boring would that be? But <laughs> you know, but there so. has been guests. So one of the criticisms we've gotten in the past is that there's been guests where we just let them go on and on and on it's, without they saying, "Hey, that's, that's say. absolutely wacky." But um, the well, thing if is, I, if I'm taking in what they're saying, I mean. I think people should take that into account also that as we're doing this show and broadcasting or producing this show, we're taking in all this information like you guys are. Right. And sometimes we just get caught up in the moment too, I think, where we're like, we kind of let someone go on and maybe go on a little bit more than we let them go on. But we, well, we, we, I think that trying. they, I think that they should be allowed to, there should be a forum for people to speak their mind in a non combative um yeah totally uh show and and this this is going to be non-combative yeah, i yeah. i won't i i can't let it become a show that i don't even absolutely like. not I, that's not what i'm that's not what i want to happen here at all and if it so and if I, to go that direction we're gonna have to stop it immediately right right because uh, that's not but i don't know i think that as hosts we've got experience now mm-hmm. it's been quite a quite a what, um, we're, we're gonna be going year. into our eighth year of broadcasting <laughs> as of next month right we're gonna turn seven next month so we mm-hmm. will be starting our eighth year of broadcasting Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, so I think that we've been, you know, able to handle it so far, and yeah, we've learned yeah. and grown, and and I think that we can hopefully present these things in a fair manner. Well, there's just a lot with all the with all of the. You attention. know, people are going to say, "No, that's a hazelnut. You want this one." Important <laughs> <laughs> stuff here. Hang on, we got to the break. Get that candy across the table. <laughs> there are going to be people who say, "Well, you had that one group on, but not." The people that they were talking about and things like that. Well, there's always going to we we've known. So, we, but this isn't a panel discussion. Well, yeah, we've experienced <laughs> again, this panel over discussions the years. that I've seen have not yeah. been panel discussions either. No, not really. They've we, been panel backslappings. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all I've seen at these at these. Uh, well, yeah, I've been yeah. to many of a debate, and I've been part of debates. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, there's no debate. I can't. We're going to sit there and make an argument for arg- making your argument stay. If, if somebody says something that, that that they make a point, and I go, well, yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> what do you want me to do? No, you're wrong, you bastard. You know. <laughs> no. Uh, so I think you know it, it's happened. Like I was mentioning, it's happened to us in the past here, where we have had a guest on the show. And then we get an email the next day from the, the person, a person that didn't like the guest. Oh, we right? get that all the time. And you know, well, did you know that person's a child molester? Oh, I'm sorry, I that's a little strong. But did well, you know we've that? Gotten that kind did of you know stuff. that person? Yeah, we, that this person's done. Yeah, we've gotten stuff like that, and I'm like, well, look, man. You know, oh, I I've can, gotten stuff like that about me. So. It's not my job. <laughs> it really to, doesn't matter. It's not our job, really, to you know monitor the goings ons of all these people's personal lives. We can't control that, what they do outside of this right. thing. You know, I mean, we're, it's gotten to the point now, and this has been mentioned before, too, that we've had to buckle down a lot as far as, you know, the people we have on this show because it's got, have. look, I'm sorry. I'm going to be blunt about this. I don't care about your pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. I don't care about, you know, all the media stuff you're doing. Nope. What we care about here is interesting work that you may be doing. Something to kind of further this field, if possible, or open up some new ideas to something. That's what's the important thing here. Oh, yeah. We also got uh, a Christmas card here. Let's see here. 
please watch our pilot <laughs> from our friends at the Food Network. Um, that's my. That's now I've made a bet with people on that that the Food Network is the next the next station to go for a paranormal show. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, I'll probably be honest. Is there show. an envelope for this thing? I, I, I no, but there was no, something there that slipped out of it and fell on the ground. Oh, okay. Who sent this to us? Cover art. We're so professional. <laughs> it's a DVD. America, America, <laughs> yeah. America's Haunted Road Trip. Oh yeah, they're doing they're I'm doing, doing this. nothing. What? Laura? Oh, this is Laura. Laura That's Laura. Yeah. yeah, Laura. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, the envelopes flying around here somewhere. Yeah, Laura sent us a nice Christmas card with a nice bookmark. I can really use this too. Um, thank you very much for the card. I use a dollar for bookmarks. Because oh, your money, I yo. usually don't pause like, long enough gangster. in a book <laughs> to use a bookmark. That's gangster. Right no, there. no. The thing I use a hundred dollar bill for I, a bookmark. <laughs> I was actually in a store, and my niece wanted me to buy her this this bookmark, and it was a dollar ninety nine. So I gave her a dollar, and I said, "Here, use this." <laughs> <laughs> What's the price? Why don't she just laminate a dollar and then just use that? Just laminate that. Yeah. There you go. No, so yeah, that's kind of I, you know it was a little on my mind about that though. And uh, that's I really want to make that a, a known point. I know that everybody listens to the show who wants to come on the show and stuff like that. That's totally cool. But it's something that you know we got to really watch now. Because I mean, I just right. remember the days. I remember years ago when we were doing the show where it was nonstop, like just idea, idea, idea. Where it was really cool. I want to get back to that, and I want to keep that. I want to like keep it. doing that. It's way more important to me than you know. You know your ghost tour you're hosting that you're charging two hundred dollars for. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just the way I feel, and I know that we all share that opinion here. Pre-time. Well, I, I don't agree. know. I don't know because yeah, the two hundred the the price tag in that scenario yeah. Yeah. is is a stopper for me. But I I applaud people who are putting on ghost tours. Oh, and that's and I no, applaud and that's cool because you have to do a lot of research. You have to do a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. to get that mm-hmm. thing together. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Doctor Don. Yeah, well, I don't know about hers. No, I was on one of Dr. Don's ghost tours. She's back, and... by the way. Oh, no. I heard. She's back. She's out of jail. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, no. She was on vacation in Mexico. Oh, oh was she? That was okay. she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. The... <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd let you know. So I hope that that's, that's going to generate a very productive year here for us, though. I, I think, you know, because that's really what I, you know, I've had a lot of conversations over the month with people, and we've talked a little bit, you know, back and forth and stuff like that. And it's gotten to that point now, at least for me, where it's like I don't really care about anything but doing a good show now. Right. Doing the best show we can here with what we have. This is a hundred percent, like we said before, independent show. And that's what I like about it because with an independent show like this, we can experiment. Mm-hmm. We can do whatever we want here. And I don't and we've have done, to we behave. Can, well, there's certain things we can't do. At the same time, when we get offered... You do have to behave a little bit within the FCC guidelines. When, uh, but anything same, beyond yeah. that, you're all set. But right. at the same time, when somebody offers us a chance to talk to somebody who's saying in the Misfits, I'm going to have them on the show. Oh, I love <laughs> okay. that plan. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, and we, we're going to have a lot of fun talking to Michael Graves here in a few minutes. You know, so it kinda, it's kind of funny that we're talking about that, but then we're going to have somebody <laughs> who's an entertainer. I by, by ask him, hey, did you happen to... Um, did you happen to ever hear what's the vampire people? The <laughs> why can't I think of their name? They, they they sang that vampire song. Oh oh, six figure suicide. Yeah, I'll say. Have I don't you ever think he's probably ever heard of them before. They, they sound, sound exactly like, like the misfits. Like, yeah, yeah. The misfits but yeah, they sound right. exactly like the misfits. Kind of interesting that we're gonna have uh, Greg on 
and we're going to have who, by the way, is the person who introduced, not introduced me physically, but mm-hmm. who I first heard of Six Figure Suicide from. Yeah, oh yeah, ironically, yeah, that's from Bilbo's it. Night Out. Yep, yep. Um, and then, uh, and we're going to have an actual, you know, former misfit. Yeah. On that is well. kind of, you know what, and again, like really freaky, I, you know, there's, there's some synchronicity there, because I never really, I never really thought about that until right. you just mentioned it right now, too, because there is that little connection there. I know, it's a little bit of uh, Kevin Bacon's Seven Degrees of suicide or whatever is he still separation separation that's that yeah so that's it still that's kind of where we're going here this year i think you know i think we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have a lot of fun here but i know that's my number one goal here this year is just to do a good show and do a better show hopefully by the end of 2009 the show will be better the show will have more to offer you know we'll have more to offer as broadcasters um with what we do here because mind you where we're sitting at right now is at the haunted winery right this isn't at you know W C K Y whatever. I, I mean, I don't know. We're just not doing that thing. We don't have to. We don't want to limit ourselves like that. My so. goal is to harass you two more. That's okay. a good. That's a good ghostly talk resolution. I think I can do it. <laughs> I, think I think that's one I can stick to. Well, that was the New Year's resolution you asked about. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of my long drawn out New Year's and resolution here. Yours, right show. Douglas. Yeah. Mine. Um, you got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Wait. No. Let me. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I do. I, I want to explore some more. Um, explore some more theories and things like that. I want to learn more about the old style stuff. So, uh, Ken, uh, Psychic Chicken. Um, or side, side chicken. chicken. Psychic, psychic Ken. Ken. Yeah, Psychic Ken. I don't care. He's a side chicken. He, he's, a chicken. <laughs> he's our side chicken. He's hilarious. And no, he, um, uh, you know, he brought back that old style seancey yeah. thing at, at the Troy Taylor event. The, um, uh, Spookapalooza. Spookapalooza. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to learn more about that stuff. So, so there's some things that I'm going to focus on, um, you know, paranormal-wise in mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. some of the some of the studies that I do, and I, yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah, I'd also like to start my diet again, but that's not very ghost hunting ish. I'm back in the gym again. It's I'm hitting not hard. very European chocolate ish either. Merci. Um, there are some things that I want to do that I'm going to have you boys help me with. Mm. Yeah, it's going to involve us going back to Mansfield this year, but. My niece just turned 21, and that's really, or she will be turning 21. Yeah. And she desperately wants to go. So we have to take her. We'll be there for sure. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Bonnie, because that's one thing I want to mention, too. The 2009 schedule for our appearances is up on the website. It's all up there. So anybody, uh, if you're looking to go to some places and you want to hang out, uh, it's up on the website. You can, all the information you need is right there, the websites and all that fun stuff. You can check all that out. And we're going to be going to Mansfield in May. Are we? So you might want to check Sweet. that out. We're going to be going there for the Wisp, the Wisp esque. Oh, the conference. Yeah, the little. Yeah, well, yeah. we're going. We got. Two oh, is com- that where it's at? Well, that's going to be at Mansfield. We got two conferences that weekend. We have Pecan with the yeah. Prodigy Group, and oh, then we're going right. to be going from there straight to Mansfield, uh, two hours it's, across the state. Yeah, it's just right down yeah. there. Like it's two roads away. Yeah, I think you go up and then over. Yeah, kind of thing. So we're going to be going there. So you may want to talk to your. Uh, your Can we add her to the list? Sure. Yeah, it's fine okay. with me. It's cool. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on here. We're back. It feels good to be back here in the studio and cooking it out again. It was nice to relax a little bit. I have to. I, I won't lie. It was nice to relax and kind of <laughs> kick back and go. Okay, all I gotta do is just push a play button tonight. Wow, I did miss you know? it though. I yeah. did too. I told Doug every week I was gonna either pick Encounters or the Ghostman and Demon Hunter show and call in and tell him I was guest hosting with them because <laughs> I was lost without my own show. <laughs> 
So that's where we're at, guys. We're going to take a break here. Uh, coming up, Michael Graves, ex-Misfits, doing his own stuff now. We're going to talk about all kinds of wild stuff with him. As a matter of fact, we're going to be playing a tune of his. Uh, awesome. His record label was nice enough to give me a song to play. Yeah. So we're going to play that tune. I think it's, uh, oh, geez, let me, let me look here. It's got to be in there somewhere. It's in here. No, I already updated everything on the site. So it's right. Yeah, Michael, Michael Graves, The Best of Me is the name of the song. So we'll take a break here. This is Ghostly Talk. I'm Scott L. And I'm Doug. And I'm Bonnie. We'll be right back after this. Ghostly Talk! <laughs> is the veil between this world and the next getting thinner? I'm Chris Sloan, inviting you to join in and listen to a new podcast that deals with the paranormal, Parapod, with new guests every week, from paranormal investigators to the people they help. Hear actual EVP. The people that capture. We go into a case to disprove a haunting. Three flashlights, actually four, counting the lantern, were actually honed in on this thing, and it was swallowing the light up. Parapod. Log on to myspace.com forward slash Chris Sloan Radio. That's myspace.com forward slash C-H-R-I-S-S-L-O-N-E Radio. The only difference between the believer and the skeptic is time. And your time is now. Do you want to dive into the bizarre world of the paranormal? Do ghosts, UFOs, or the supernatural amaze you to the point of wanting to learn more? Then you need BVRN, the Black Vault Radio Network. With more than 750 hours of on-demand talk radio, syndicated from more than 35 shows, the Black Vault Radio Network is your one-stop shop for the world of the unexplained. Check us out and tune in 24 hours a day, www.blackvaultradio.com. Again, that's www.blackvaultradio.com.
of last time My relative and nihilistic thinking left behind I'll cover you and keep you and your beautiful smile Vanish from the physical into my mind Special guest with us, Robbie Thomas, psychic medium. Where is the Lawrence House? It's in Ontario, Canada. It is a house that was owned by a shipbuilder. And it was the tools of the trade back then were baby powder. The reason being is I could see and the kids with me couldn't. So I figured if I threw the baby powder in the air as the spirit was walking through, it would cover it and then they could say, oh, we see it now. The next tool was a flashlight, so we knew where we were going, and a rope, so we could tie it around so we don't get taken away by the spirit. So that hey, was Anthony, me. Isn't that what your last girlfriend said? <laughs> that's, just, that's just a Friday night for Anthony. Baby powder, a rope, and a flashlight. <laughs> Para Hub Radio. Thursdays, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern. On Bounce Radio and Parahub.org. Listening to Ghostly Talk with your hosts, Doug, Scott L., and Bonnie. What a way to start the year off, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, the the first interview of 2009 was uh, <laughs> this, this is amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> I do want to direct everyone to the website. Yes, yes. Uh, of out. course, at our website, ghostlytalk.com, uh, there's a link permanently to www.michaelgraves.net. That's M-I-C-H-A-L-E-G-R-A-V-E-S.net, mm-hmm. which, of course, will uh, keep you in the loop on all the awesome things that... that um, that our guest is is up to and and has coming out in, in well in this next year. Wow! To start with, it'll keep you up to date on the new album that Michael has out uh, called Illusions Live of Rowetta Park. Is that how it's pronounced correctly, Michael? 
That is. Happy uh, New Year, everybody. Yeah, happy good to have you here. We just listened to a tune. We just listened to a tune from that on yeah. break, actually. Really yeah. cool song, The Best of Me. Um, and it's a, you know, I, I think it's, it goes without saying uh, to come out of the gate here, as speaking as an ex-singer of the Misfits, it's a bit different from the stuff you were doing with those guys, correct? Yeah, it is. It certainly is. Well, I'm, you know, I always like to ask, because I'm uh, speaking as a musician myself, or an ex-musician, yeah. here we go, oh, here no. we go. Oh, <laughs> It always go comes up. It. Oh, I'm ready for it. Well no, well, no, I mean, I always like to know, what's the inspiration behind this? I mean, this is, some, this is a bit different stuff for you, so uh, what, what pushed you in this direction, Michael? It's, it was actually to come back to that uh, direction. I was, um, you know, when I started to learn how to play and when I first began to try to write music and compose stuff I always it was just me and, and a, an acoustic guitar so mm-hmm. me being that kind of performer um, it came very natural to me to kind of in a way not regress back to that but kind of come full circle to um, to, to play that like that but also as well um, being so involved with the West Memphis three uh, and r- trying to raise awareness and, and money for them. I, yeah. I spent a lot of time down in uh, the south uh, of, of America uh, where, you know, where blues was born, where rock and roll was born. And I, and I immersed myself in that culture and listened to a lot of old, old um, blues music and, and folk music and just, um, you know, so obviously what I was listening to in my surroundings very much influenced me. So it kind of went back that way. I think a lot of us, I know me too, the last couple of years, you know, growing up, you know, and Doug knows my whole thing, you know, I'm, just, oh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the sick punk metalhead guy, you know, banging my head left and right, but the last couple of years, and I found a lot of my friends and people I know, just, you know, music aficionados, we've yeah. all been driving back to this old rock and roll thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I've been feeling it so much more, uh, so I, I can identify with that, where it's like, you know? Every, it's, ama- it's amazing how often I hear that articulated um, just that way that people are going back to that kind that kind, that style of music um, or at least that hearing music like that um, resonates in us um, I, I think especially for older people like you know myself I don't know how old you guys are but I'm like 33 so we're starting to, I'm starting to get up there yeah well I'm the same um, age I'm 35 <laughs> I'm way older I'm way older that's how old my wife is as, <laughs> as well so yeah. you know we're getting further away from from uh, our, our younger years and the music that we remember as opposed to what's happening today out there and, and the way that things are being played and um, it, to me I think it's just forcing us back to a more simple type of music that has soul and has substance yeah. and something yeah. that you can really bite into and hold on to well the thing it's funny I know me and my dad had a conversation a number of years ago about something like this and me and him were uh, we were going back and forth he's like why do you listen to all this crazy music man why are you into all this, this this noisy stuff and I'm like well dad I'll explain it to you very simple like and I'm going to take a lot of hits for this probably from the listeners and stuff like that but I'm like dad remember when you when you and mom went out and bought the Grease soundtrack when I was a kid <laughs> don't be slamming the Grease soundtrack I'm not slamming it at all I'm not slamming it at all 
I go, remember the song that I, because I used to take this big, you know, 33, this, this, you know, this big vinyl record and slap it down. And the only song I would listen to that on that record was the song Grease Lightning, right? Yeah. Which was the song. Great that, jam. That, yeah. It's just, it's a rock and roll song. It's about a car, you know, it's just like, it's got all the elements of all this, this stuff that, that really captures the spirit of rock and roll, I think, right? And I'm like, now, Dan, yes. I listened to that song over and over and over again, you know, and I just, you know, after that, it was like a drug, I think. I mean, I was just like wanting more and more. What What's the next step? What's more? What's here? So that's a good song, I think, you know, as far as the conversation with my dad was concerned, that kind of put things into perspective with him, I think, you know? So, yeah, that's a good way to look at it, and I think a lot of us are kind of going back to that. I know I am, and it sounds like you are also, Michael. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. Yeah. So... But, Go he, ahead, he's the, there's so much more too. There's like, um, oh God, yeah, I we're mean, just talking about music. There's Illusions Live or at a Park is, you know, that that's the new album. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. also um, the the thing coming up in just what four days or five days. What, uh, the, the, the the movie. The, the new movie is coming out January 9th. It's released. Per- it's called Perkins 14. Am I correct? Yes. Can we get a high level? I'm just curious. You know, what are we in? What do we have in store for us here with Perkins 14? Um, it's a really great story. It's, it's, it's story driven. And what I mean by that is that it's not, a, you know, it's not a, a slasher film where it's just, it's, it's the story, it's driven through gore, yeah. um, uh, and or effects. Um, it's a great story about, um, this man whose son is abducted by this, by this crazy, uh, psychopath. Um, that and he holds on to the faith that he's going to find his son. He's going to find his his son's killer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great story of of people dealing with loss and uh, and faith and just all great human things. Well, we need more as, as well as there's monsters and people getting killed and blood and <laughs> yeah, all that good kind stuff. Of family feel good film. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all well, about, man. This is part of the eight films to die for series, right? That yeah. Yeah. After yeah. Dark, yeah. Is is this the second installment of that? Of this that is the second series. The second yeah. series, and you know, and I think because mm-hmm. uh, when the first one came through, what was it? Last year or the year before, it was like very. It was relatively recent. Mm -hmm. When that came through the theaters, I heard nothing but rave reviews. They're like, "This is how the you know cinema uh, should be. You Mm -hmm. you should be able to go there and get these intricate, interesting stories along with your, you know, your your um, scary stuff. And and it's actually more thrilling that way. So so Perkins fourteen to be in this in this uh, this series is that's just fantastic. And I know you're going to get a lot of the people. Who are into the more you know the the less slasher, more well, heady, the yeah. more intellectual, like really thinking, really laid out uh, terror. Well, what films. I what I think it comes down to again, it kind of relates back to this music thing we were talking about a minute ago. I know, and I always tell people this, and everything relates back to music with you. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no, well, what I, what just the other day. I would, like the last like number of years, I've been buying all the old Clint Eastwood at westerns on DVD. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get to my. Believe me, I'm making a point here. I swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, 
But what I used to, t- I mean, I used to watch these things all the time when I was a kid, right? And just like like slasher films too. I used to watch the, oh, yeah. you know, Channel Twenty Thriller Double Feature all oh, afternoon. Oh, yeah, all And the I used time, to watch, yeah. I used to watch like seven people get kill- killed every fifteen minutes. It was great, right? Oh yeah. Um, and I used to watch these cowboys also, and I used to only watch the cowboys though for the gunfights. I wanted to see the gunfights, right? Sure. And I find myself, people are like, well, why are you watching all these crusty old spaghetti westerns now? I'm like, well, back when I was a kid. And this goes for the horror films too. Back when I was a kid, I used to just watch the, you know, want to watch the gunfights, right? Now that I'm a bit older and stuff like that, I kind of want to know why there's a gunfight going on. <laughs> so, sure. and the same thing goes with a horror film too. It's like, okay, we got these people getting getting axed left and right, right? And I know now, I know that I'm older. I want more of a story behind things. Yeah. Um, why are these people getting greased? Every, you know, if seven people every 15 minutes getting greased, what's going on here? Why is everybody dying? And it sounds like Perkins 14 is going to deliver that, though. It's really cool, Michael. Indeed. And what else makes um, Perkins 14 so um, fantastic and, and innovative is that it was born out of a grassroots um, idea and a project. Um, Massify, a company called Massify. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check them out, Massify.com. There's all sorts of um, uh, behind-the-scenes webisodes and stuff. But Massify is a community of actors and screenwriters and directors and all sorts of creative people that sign up and, like I said, they become part of this community. Mm-hmm. And they had a con- they had a contest to um, for a, a story idea to make a movie out of and, and people submitted their stories the community voted on it then they took the next step and actors had a chance to submit uh, their their roles to, to audition and, and the community voted on the people and and it, it right down to the key art they had a, a competition and um, so from the beginning from the very idea all the way through to the end um, it was all uh, just people like me and you, or, or anybody else, um, that got a shot at making this movie. So well, that, that, it's, the, it's the first time anything like that's ever been done. That hits home with us. We just spent the last half an hour grinding the point down, like we do all the time here. That Ghostly Talk itself is an independently run show from the ground up. Michael, we do everything here on our own. We, including the studio, we we broadcast that we built it ourselves. You know, so everything we do here is totally independent, and that's what we love to see. And we're seeing. I mean, obviously, that, go ahead, Michael. What was that? I was going to say that is how you know people see and they, the the record industry and how the the big record companies aren't selling records and. And the TV stations are the TV stations are having a hard time, and all the way down the line in the entertainment industry. And I say it, and I see it all the time that if people like you and me and all of the other artists out there that take that that um, FYI attitude, and and we keep doing what we're doing, we're literally literally rebuilding and reshaping and reorganizing this business. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, and that's I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, obviously a lot of. Uh, my God, my brain just decided to stop on me again. There's a lot of avenues out there for people to to get their art out there. And now, you know, yeah, you know, the big ones. You know, and it's it's like anything. You know, any type of movement, right? You have things like the YouTubes and stuff like that, where you, you know, I think you, sometimes you got to kind of fish through a little bit now and go, okay, where's the good stuff? Yeah, there's now? a where's lot the of noise stuff? per but, signal, though. <laughs> yeah. But there's sure. still, there's, there's still, it's still a beautiful thing because people are out there doing this stuff. Um, we know for a fact here doing the doing the radio stuff. I mean, doing our radio show and the paranormal talk genre. There's there's thousands of shows out there now uh, that are yes. people doing their own things. There's avenues like you know we. That we, is so. It's that's so cool, man. I remember when I was young. And my 
first favorite scary horror movie was Poltergeist, and I, I used to, when I was real young, like third grade, I, I would like daydream and think about it in the back of my mind, like I want to grow up and hunt ghosts, and you know, when we were growing up, that was crazy, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. like, who the hell was going to grow up and hunt ghosts yeah but now it's it's just it's great yeah there's a lot of people out there doing it the now there's, there's people out there doing the shows and stuff like that now so it's really we, we're happy to see it it's really great so yeah. yeah you're right it is i think that's really putting it into perspective too michael that this whole you know media thing i mean media in general is being reshaped it isn't just these huge labels to control everything there's everybody the the, 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 the playing field's been leveled out a lot more I indeed there's people out there doing things and in this movie perkins 14 is a good example of that from the ground up yeah you say it's all yeah. a community effort. Yeah. I think that that's a fantastic thing. We got. I got to shift gears and get to this, Michael, because uh, we're running. Sure. Out, I knew we were going to run out of time here. <laughs> but, uh, you're going to be touring with Marky Ramone's Blitzkrieg. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, Marky and I. Um, we did a two week run in Europe um, about a month ago, and we were planning again to to um, hit Europe, Australia, Japan, uh, Russia. We're going to play in China. Uh, in in the in the spring, I am gonna grill you so hard right now because I am the <laughs> sickest Ramones fan there is, like most okay. people out and there, that right? Did not sound good. I, I am no. I, I'm I, just saying, <laughs> sounded bad. Go ahead. I was saying this on the break, and I stopped myself. I don't know anybody who doesn't like the Ramones. Okay, I mean it's just one of those bands that's like you cannot say. I, I can't stand that band. I mean they saved rock and roll for God's sake. They they were the yeah. band that did that. Yeah, and I just. To play with Marky Ramone, okay, Michael, can you just yeah. tell me something? I just want to know one thing, like, okay, is there something, I don't even know how to ask this question. I don't think I've ever seen Scott this frustrated. <laughs> he has no idea how I to even the ask the question. love it. I wow. love it. Yes, Michael, thank you. <laughs> thank you, I love you so much for doing that to Scott. It's just, to, to play with, a, I, you know, I've seen the Ramones more times, you know, yeah. than I can count, you know, and I've seen that guy play, yeah. play before. It just, what is it like? Holy Christ, what is it like? Dude, I, I, I know how to answer that question, okay. because I, I feel that inside me <laughs> as as well. When when I when I I mean obviously technically he's just he's so solid I mean he's a world class drummer I mean he's in the Hall of Fame amazing mm -hmm. um, but to but to turn around and to look at that man and to know um, like when I perform and and I sing it's very visual as well for me inside my mind like I see things and um, it, it's amazing how slow it seems to go in my mind but like movies you know memories play back I see people I see things um, so I, and I know be, Marky because most musicians that happens in their mind and to turn around to that man who is such a huge part of music history mm -hmm. and was so close to just all these legendary musicians I mean Joey Johnny and Dee Dee my God, God the Ramones oh. and, to, and for him to be thinking about his brothers who are now uh, passed away yep. And, yep. and all of the things that went with it and for him to look out on these new audiences and to think back and reminisce t uh, about uh, playing with his brothers and seeing the audience, uh, that is just, that's what it's like, dude. That's what it's like, to be close to that type of energy. And then to be making music and to, and to together for, for me and for him and for Alex and, to, and for Claire to carry on mm -hmm. that legacy mm -hmm. that that man was a part of is absolutely electrifying. Oh, God. Uh, I'm just no. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm just totally shocked by this. No, I I remember. You know, you were talking about. You know, 
his fallen brothers. I remember this is a this is this ties in with, with the ghostly talk thing here. Uh, the day that Johnny Ramone died. Yeah, uh, we were actually on the road with the radio show. Yeah, we were traveling, and I, I was just checking on the laptop and saw that Johnny passed away. And I remember we actually put a dedication up on the site to Johnny Ramone because I mean, he invented that guitar style. Okay, he invented yeah. that that playing that you see people do where they just absolutely abuse the instrument and play it to death. That's yeah, Johnny, Johnny was an angry, he was an angry dude. <laughs> he invented he all really, that. He really was. And, you know, and, and it just, yeah, I just, I, I just had to ask you, like, you know, how would that feel to look back there and see this guy who, yeah, like, who has all these eons of history behind him now. Uh, yeah. Who is such a part. It's just, wow. I, I, I yeah, and you, then for, for me as a singer, Joey Ramone is and, and always was a hero of mine. I very much found a lot of my own voice by listening to Joey when I was a kid and mm-hmm. you know, all through my professional years. And to find myself standing there, center stage, where Joey was and you know is in, mm-hmm. in different ways now, um, is just so humbling. Well, I, again, yeah. it's a, for, to me, it's electrifying, and I... You know, for me as a performer, that's what I I use to have mm. gas for my engine. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. So I can jump so high, man. <laughs> 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 it's an emotional thing. I mean, I, I mean, really the Ramones they, you know, will always be an emotional thing. They've always been an emotional band. And like you were saying before, when you're singing, you see these pictures and stuff. And you know, when I hear a song, I remember these memories of when I when I bought that record or I heard that song. It was something going on. There's all that stuff involved with the Ramones. They'll always be a huge part of that. So good for you, man. <laughs> That's all I can Thank say. You. Wow. We like, of course, we're just blowing the time away here. You're working on a new DVD, also. Uh, I am working on a new DVD. What's this? Tell us about this. Tell us what's going on with this. We shot uh, some. Uh, we shot a show in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, last time I was out. Uh, that, um, from four or five different angles, we recorded the audio. It was a real great show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to edit that all together, as, as well as uh, about mid-February, I plan to go to Savannah, Georgia and work with uh, a student out actually out there that's doing a thesis. He's a film student, so we're, we're going to work with the film department. Um, I don't remember the name of the school offhand, but it's mm-hmm. in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Um, uh, to put together a, a, a video, um, and as well, we're, and that's going to be on the, on the DVD. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing my best to work into that some like behind-the-scenes type of footage and something sort of like the blackness in the forest, the, the first short film that, that I put together mm-hmm. um, about the Almost Home tour. Uh, so Don't. working hard at that. Cool. One word of caution. Oh, boy. <laughs> Savannah, Georgia is in, I oh, think, notorious one of the top three haunted cities in, in America. So <laughs> take it from ghostly talk. <laughs> if you can't, wow. if, yeah, if you can't think, oh, yeah. wow, Ghostly Talk said it's one of the haunted. It is. It's one of the top three. I I, I have to put it um, right there up with uh, Gettysburg, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, yep. mm-hmm. uh, New Orleans, wow. Louisiana, and uh, and Savannah, Savannah Georgia. Georgia. Yep. A, a good friend of mine who who's actually my my agent's son, um, who I'm who I'm very close to, bought an old house in Old Mead, an old historic house that um, that has weird things happen in it. But he as well is. A huge paranormal fan. He's a huge fan of history and all things old and historic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to come out too um, to check out the uh, so that you know the, yeah. the old historic stuff. And yeah, man, if I have a chance to look look for some ghosts, 
I'm going to take that opportunity. You just might get something down there. Well, you get something. <laughs> if, if yeah, you get, let us know. Let us know. We'd, we'd love to talk, talk to you about you it. Yeah. I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try to f- find some time to, to um, uh, do an, a, a, uh, an EVP session. Somewhere. Oh, I mean, that's a great. Yeah, you'll have all the recording equipment. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I, yeah, I have, I have my recorder. So. So wow, your website www.michaelgraves.net. That's M I C H A E or excuse me A L E G R A V E S dot net. Of course, that's linked yes. up at grossleytalk.com yeah. as, yeah. as a guest and. And uh, it'll be there forever. And yeah. wow, wow, keep keep doing it. Keep yeah, well, doing all. We only got a couple of yeah incredible things that you're doing. And uh, thank you. Yeah, there's go ahead. There's only a couple. Yeah, we only got a couple minutes here. Is there anything else? The future? What's going on with you? Just uh, we just we got a couple seconds here. Uh, I've, I've tomorrow I'm I'm doing some off Broadway stuff. I'm working on a new record. I'm working on some new music with with Marky and the bunch. And again, we're doing all the the old Ramon songs. Um, I'm looking at doing a, another uh, major motion picture in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just wow. So you um, have yeah. much going on. Yeah, yeah. Right? So this, uh, it's kind, kind of slow time for you right now. And I got an Xbox for Christmas. <laughs> 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 You're gonna be busy. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a busy guy. <laughs> well, Michael, I can't thank you enough. Tell Marky Ramon that Scott L from Ghostly Talk loves him. <laughs> I will. Never like, mind the rest of Ghostly guy? Talk. Yeah. Just worry about Scott. No, no, I, I will. Yeah. I'll tell you. What, I tell you what. I know we're live too, so you can hold me to it. If I will do my best to set um, up a, an interview with oh. Marky, if that would be cool. That would be me. If that would be, let me, would let me cool think if that would be cooler. Yes, that would be very <laughs> cool. <Yeah. laughs> if you get that Mike, if you get Marky Ramon on this, sh- if, if he was to come on this show, Scott um, would be speechless, and I would love you forever. You're gonna have to chisel. <laughs> you're gonna chisel the, the the grin off my corpse because I'm. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be done. No, I'd be great. Oh, I'll yeah. Well, I promise, I guarantee you, I will do everything. Oh, that I you do. are well. Thank wow. you so much, Michael. Fantastic. We really appreciate. No it. And yeah, uh, I have to say, good luck with I have Perkins. Fourteen is, is yeah. obviously going to be Check an amazing show. Sure. It's Everybody coming up out. January 9th. A couple so days this, from now. A few this, days from this now. This coming Friday. Oh yeah, and yep. uh, and of course, Illusions Live, Veretta Park, uh, the yep. new album, and uh, Blitzkrieg, of course, or Blitzkrieg going back on tour. West Mark Memphis Three, yep. all your stuff that you're doing with them, and uh, and the new DVD. And then everything else. Wow! Try to get a nap in there somewhere. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> hang tight for one second. We're going to go to break, Michael. Don't leave us just yet, okay? Uh, okay. Thank you guys hang, for this opportunity. So I no, appreciate it. No All your problem. listeners, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. thank you. Hang. Just hang tight for one second, okay? Again, the website www.michaelgraves.net. M i c h a l e g r a v e s dot net. That's yes. linked up at ghostlytalk.com. dot com. Coming oh, up. One was that? Oh my amazing. god. Amazing. Coming Rules. up next. Ghost Hunters Incorporated on Ghostly Talk. You are listening to Ghostly Talk. This is an EVP. This is an EVP. These were recorded by the Long Island Ghost Hunting Team. Light. To hear more, come listen to Light Paranormal Radio. Go to lightparanormal.com and subscribe to us in iTunes. No, I heard a woman's voice. 
You heard a woman's voice? Yeah. What is that? Sounds like hello. Para X Radio and you. you, you, you. This is Johnny. Johnny is going to use his computer to contact the spirits. His sister Jenny is very curious and watches. Johnny just typed in www.para-x.com and is now communicating with the dead. You go, Johnny. Jenny is excited because now she can listen to shows like Night Watch with Todd Sheets, Caps Paranormal Radio with David and Tom, Paranormal Awareness with Bill Metz, Ghostology with Brian and Anna Marie, Leinster Paranormal Radio Show with Danny and Cormac, and The Ghost Divas Live. One day, the world will be a better place when we can all be like Johnny and Jenny and tune into Para X Radio at www.para-x.com. All paranormal, all the time.
Beacons of Tomorrow presents Deconstructing Fireflies, a post-apocalyptic short story by the Ghostman and Demon Hunter shows Nathan Schoonover and Christy Peterson. Bees are real, birds are not. Deer heads rot on rooftops under the blazing sun, chickens explode, and one stricken little boy searches in unlikely places for the souls of the mechanical animals his father creates. This unsettling tale is now available in the speculative fiction anthology Beacons of Tomorrow Second Collection. Buy your copy at TyrannosaurusPress.com, Amazon.com, Tower.com, and most online book retailers now. Beacons of Tomorrow Second Collection. It's a vision of the future so grotesque, you won't be able to look away. You're listening to Ghostly Talk with your hosts, Doug, Scott L., and Bonnie. Ghost Hunters Incorporated is a paranormal adventuring team that formed in northeastern Pennsylvania during the late 90s. Since its inception, it has grown to become an international organization with outposts in Washington, Pennsylvania, and Ontario. For 10 years, GHI has remained one of the most innovative and passionate entities in the paranormal community, all the while remaining completely independent, a rarity in the current generation of cut-and-paste ghost hunters. From the very beginning, GHI has continued to strive for a more humorous, sanity-friendly, skeptical, I should say in quotes there, approach to the topic of the unexplained. No ridiculous internet national standards, no pair of celebrity mentors, and no phony, and i got to stress that word, phony certification. Because <laughs> we're not, are you certified in anything, Doug? Um, I'm certifiable. Yes, he is. <laughs> but that's a whole different show. With yeah. that, I'd like to welcome uh, Greg, Dana, and Nick from uh, Ghost Hunters Incorporated. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey. Hello. Right, we're, Hello. Are, we, are we all here still? Nick, we didn't lose you. I thought we were going to lose you, oh. man. I went to the dead zone and it didn't cut out. I was surprised. Wow. Awesome. Well, good. You're meant to do this interview. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, well, one thing I got to point out before we went to break, before before we went to break, I was so jittered from m- talking to Michael Graves after the whole Mark your own comment. I screwed up our break. I, I like totally like missed the missed the cue and stuff like that. So whatever. Sorry about that, guys. But I was I was obviously a little bit rattled after talking to Michael Graves for a few minutes. So sorry, guys. I'll fix yeah, that totally. stuff later. So all right. Uh, Okay, what's going on, Nick? Someone's blowing into their phone. Nick, are you blowing into your phone again? <laughs> Not, um, it's the wind. I'm outside. I'm going inside right now. <laughs> it should be us since we just ran up the stairs. I know. I'm like... <sighs> <sighs> yeah, they they went out of the smoke. and I, I breathe heavy every time <laughs> I talk to GHI. <laughs> the newest thing... Well, there's the, reasons for that. <laughs> The newest thing that you guys are working on, this is like kind of like the elephant sitting in the room, so let's get to work on this thing right now. Um, the newest thing that you guys are working on is a project called Who Forted. Um, yes. Whoever wants to explain this to us, feel free. The floor is yours, guys. 
Well, basically, MySpace wouldn't let us post nude pictures of Nick, so we needed a place <laughs> to do it. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. No, we, it, it's kind of, Who Forward is kind of uh, uh, an outlet for our frustrations. We, a while back, started doing these uh, weekly news updates on our MySpace blog, and they kept getting deleted by the uh, uh, MySpace powers that be, and uh, we decided that uh, we'd sit on the idea for a while, and, and, and Who Forward is what came out of it. I mean, we're, we're kind of frustrated because there's a lot of, media outlets out there. There's like different magazines, you know, Cats is a magazine, and, and, and there's uh, all these different paranormal magazines that we don't really like. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, uh, accept everything, question nothing sort of mentality, and that's good for some people, but hopefully that's not good for most people, yeah. and so who forwarded is our answer to that. Well, you know, and we talked about that a little bit ago when we started the show up here. We were talking about, you know, I want to ask more questions this year. You know, fresh, brand new year here. You know, I don't want to, you know, Doug mentioned, you know, he he put me in check and said, well, I don't want to turn this into the Jerry Springer show. And I'm like, well, no, that's what I want to do either. But I'm I, okay with it as long as I can break a chair over someone. <laughs> right. Well, that's why we have these these new chairs here. Yeah. We've had yeah. new chairs in the yeah. studio. No, great. but I want to ask more questions this year. It seems like there is a bit of complacency going on now where people are just accepting, you know, well, here's what an EVP is. And this is, you know, and I hear a lot of people, they, they you know, what's an EVP? Can you please explain it to me? And I hear the same explanation over and over again. And I understand that it's generally, you know, this is the kind of the shared thing, but can we go a little further? Can we, can we, can we dive into this thing and try to learn more about what these disembodied voices may be, right? I think that there is, like you were mentioning, Greg, there is this, you know, uh, accept everything, question nothing, you know, attitude, I think, in a lot of things going on now. So to ask more questions is a big thing. It sounds like that's what you guys are doing now. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with asking questions, and I think that we sort of, and, and I mean, this is a, an overgeneralization here, but I think that overall it's a community of sissies, because no one can take someone poking some fun at them, no one can take someone uh, uh, taking their, their evidence, looking at it and saying, well, you know, that could be this and that could be this. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, 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 I think that people need to maybe build up a thicker skin, because progress isn't going to come out of, out of, you know, people accepting everything they see and not wanting to hurt somebody's feelings. I mean, it's not about hurting feelings. It's just about, you know, when you take, when you take a minute to step back and, like, just, just look at the, the, the field we're in, the community that we're in, mm-hmm. I mean, we look crazy. So if you can't laugh about it and, you know, try and help people maybe not look as crazy as they might, yeah. uh, I, you know, you're going to end up looking crazier in the long mm. run. Well, I think, you know, again, and I know I've, I've been witness to this personally. I mean, people show us their stuff all the time, you know, their, their pictures and, and their EVPs and things like that. And I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that I know in my mind, I look at that and go, oh, my God, it's a dust orb. Not another dust orb. My <laughs> God, no more dust orbs. Uh, but even me, I don't want to, you know, just what we do here, I don't want to hurt people's feelings either. You know what I mean? So I do the same thing. But I think, you know, in order to make things go further, to push things forward, well, go ahead. Well, I tend to be a little diplomatic in, in that kind of a case when people well, show it's, me this. And, and I try to be yeah. diplomatic. And I mm-hmm. say, well, you know, uh, we're going to, you know, if you show that to a serious researcher, whatever, they're going to punch gonna, holes They're going to say, you know, you, you have a dust orb there. And I said, and, and, but I tell people that what, what, what it really means is whatever it means to you. 
And yeah. if you think that Grandpa's looking over little Jimmy, then Grandpa's looking over little Jimmy. I just nobody is going to don't take it to the National Enquirer because they're oh, well, right. They'll print it. They'll print anything. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm totally, I'm totally with you there. That far, when when we start to get irritated and aggravated, is when people try and profit off of Grandpa looking over Jimmy when everyone knows it's just a piece of dust. Yeah. No, and I agree with you on that 100. percent it, it, that, that is, I think my like what I was saying before though is like. And as this happened, some sweet, sweet, nice lady will come up to me. This has happened several times. It's happened to me. A really nice lady comes up who just just is a nice. You can tell. You can you can feel it coming off of her. You know, hey, how you doing? You know, could you look at my pictures? You know, it just. I, I, I'm, as soon as you hear that, you know you're in for a fun. Yeah, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Because it's like you know, I don't want to tell this person, no, go away. You are terrible. You don't know what you're doing. Do something else. I can't. You know. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, like yeah. I said before, I'm victim to that also, Greg. Where I, I kind of said, well, you know what? Now. Doug, you're a, bit, you're a bit more diplomatic. I need to take a wing on that, too, I think, and go, hey, you know what? Uh, this is cool, but, you know. Right. I, I a, photo, a photographic expert would, would say, you Punch know, no, this holes. is going to be this and that and the other thing. But um, but uh, in, in the end, it means what it means to you. But that's yeah. what I, and, and, and I leave it at that. But you're right. I don't then send them a bill for no, I don't mean fifty dollars. Well, you're not a you know you're not a consultant or anything like that. Right. That's that's another and yeah. We'll and let, I'm not a demonologist. We'll either. start letting it all hang out here, I guess, because that's that's one thing I've been seeing a lot more. Is uh, wait, you haven't got your certification yet? <laughs> <laughs> we all did from Dr. Don. Yeah, yeah Dr. Dr. Don oh, certification right. school. No, uh, I think that there are a lot more consultants out there. You know, there are these people that that a that paranormal consultant. We're consultants, yes. right, Doug? We're, we're, we're consultants at our job. Pretty much, but we're... Oh, yeah, at our job. At our job. We are consultants. No, at our job. Yeah. I'm not talking about the with paranormal at all. I'm talking about at our job, you know? Yeah. We're but we don't make that stuff up. Like we have <laughs> actual <laughs> certification. We yeah. have actual yeah. papers that say we can do it. We have actual experience. <laughs> we get paid money to do that. And, do and there's job. also results. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like either the server works at the end of what we do or it doesn't. Yeah. Right? And if it's working, then all right, we did our job. And that's where I'm getting I think I'm getting as frustrated as you guys are over there is that yeah we as we know in the paranormal when you when somebody says well and I, this has been my favorite thing for years and this happened way back in the I can say it now at the beginning of this decade was we'd be out there working and people would say things like uh, you see it's right over there now how the hell do you verify that how do you verify that now I ver I'm like there's nothing over there man. There's nothing over there, right? Um, but you get people, and that's, and that's the thing. The whole point is that you know you have consultants, you have demonologists, you have all these people that love to give themselves these titles because it makes them feel yeah. powerful. Oh, yeah. And then they say, you know, they well, I can verify this because I'm an expert in this field. You're mm-hmm. first of all, I mean, how many years have we been saying this now, Doug? There is no experts in this field. There's not yeah. one. There, there's people yeah. with more experience than other people in this field. I mean, I'll acknowledge that. I mean, I'm more likely to go to someone with more experience. Than and there's someone... people in this field that I respect. Yeah, that they have yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. So this whole certification slash titling thing. I mean, it's all one big ball of of, of, of craziness. I think. Uh, and I just kind of look at what we do, you know, professionally, and like, okay, we're consultants too, but. Yeah, like you just said, we get results, though, from what we do. It, it will fix a problem. I don't see too many po- problems being fixed from paranormal consultants. It seems well, like I don't know. I mean, problems. either either the ghost goes away and leaves the family alone, or it doesn't. But how do you I, verify I that? Sure. Hey, Greg, were you going to say something? No, I, I was just going to say, you know, I mean, how far, how far have we really come 
in investigation and life after death since, you know, whenever people first started inventing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got a bunch of fancy toys that may or may not do anything, yeah. but, I mean, I haven't seen any conclusive proof mm-hmm. yet. I, too, share frustrations. Like, for example, when we went to Camp Chesterfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. These people yeah. just don't serve enough good food. What? I'm getting tired of this. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. The thing is, is okay, here's, here's the thing. Um, uh, we, one, uh, one of the things about the, like you said, the, since, since people have been ghost hunting or since people have been, you know, thinking about life after death, well, obviously, you know, that's been forever, but the, the, the most, like, the the thing that I can study the most, I should say, is the beginning of the spiritual movement, because that's fairly well documented. You know, you had Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and, you know, all these other people running around, you know, doing the spiritualist movement stuff. So so that, that's got some place in history. So you can actually look up in books, you can, you know, read stories and diaries and journals, and, and you can come up with... Um, some information from the you know uh, later 1900s uh, until now, and and that's a whole movement. It's got documentation. So you think, okay, spiritualist movement. Let's go look at this. So we went to Camp Chesterfield. Now you would think that after a um, hundred plus years, uh, they might have built up something, right? <laughs> like like they might actually have like one answer. You know, that I've been thinking, you know, gee, gee I've, I've got these questions. I want somebody to show me even just a hint of an answer. But they didn't really have much of anything. I mean, it was fun and it was interesting. It was definitely historical. But, you know, the spiritualism camps, uh, uh, at least Camp Chesterfield, didn't really show me any answers after, you know, 100 plus years. That's uh, over a century. And sure. I, just, I, I still have all my questions. Yeah, well, see, that's why that's why my my BS detector starts to go off when I hear too many people that sound far too sure of themselves in something that can't be proven. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we get. I'm sure you guys get asked questions also from people. You know, I one thing I mentioned that, you know, I, and I hate to say it now, you know, and this is going to be kind of rough, but you know, I remember you know a number of years ago when you know when ghosts would come up in a conversation, right? I would say, well, hey, I'm a ghost hunter. I can maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you know mm-hmm. right? And nowadays I find myself kind of going, oh, yeah. Because, you know. Cause <laughs> I don't want to tell anybody. Well, because cause of the, fir- cause the first thing that comes up is like, well, do you guys do it like they do it on that TV show out there? And I'm oh, like, yeah. And how no, many times can you have that conversation yeah, and not you know, want to rip your face off? Well, then I, yeah, then I have three hours of explaining to do, like, no, that's not how it's done. Here's, like, you know, and you go through everything, and then one thing bleeds into another because that's how I do a conversation. So, you know, that. And you end up talking about Hannah Montana. No, we end up so, talking about Motorhead usually. Oh, Motorhead. That's <laughs> usually right. where we end up in Motorhead. Yeah. So somehow we always end up at the Church of Lemmy. That's just that's just oh, the well, conversation. That's true, yeah. So no, but there is you know uh, this frustrating thing where you know, right popular we, popular yeah. belief right now is that you run around uh, with these detectors and everything happens and to you. everything's dark and all this stuff happens oh, yeah. and and you get these in our eyes we see through night vision videos. completely. <laughs> We see yeah. everything in night vision. Everything is in night vision, yeah. and yeah, and it, so yeah, the popular opinion, you know, right now is it's not very well represented. I think in the media, there's only that one little facet, but there still is a whole lot of other topics to yeah. explore. Yeah, but people seem yeah. either people seem only interested in that one bit, or 
that's all that they're jamming down the public's throats. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, that one topic seems to be the most profitable right now. Uh, that probably okay. has something to do with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, Why is that the profitable one? I mean, I know that... All right. I've, I, I'm, I'm not blind. I've been in the industry for quite a while. I, I know that... You said well, industry, I'm a, you bastard. I, <laughs> Um, <laughs> demographic. I don't know. What are you going to call? I've been it? in the field for over twenty-seven years. I have been in this field. No, uh, so so I. But I'm not blind. I've seen what's been going on. Right. Yeah. I'm only half blind, actually. And so what happens is, you know, it started out with obviously, you know, books. And and I like books. I still like books. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think yeah. that books are interesting because you can pick it up, you can read it, you can loan it to your friend, uh, you can pick it up. Uh, read it and say, oh, this is drivel, and toss it on the back burner or whatever. Mm. I mean, it, you, you, it's, it's a book, right? Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. So so books, that they, they always have been and they always will be, I hope, um, still written. And whether it's drivel and, and or not, yeah. at, at yeah. least, you know, at least it's not wasting, you know, an hour of your time when you could be watching the latest reality TV series. <laughs> but what sure. happens sure. is, uh-uh. you know, because you... <laughs> You don't watch them? I don't oh, watch them. Oh, Top Chef. Oh. Anyway, so... Um, top Chef. Oh, that's <laughs> that's only because Project Runway isn't on right now. Oh, shut up. Anyway, are so, you guys on the other end getting all this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They're so writing yeah, it down kind of right now. <laughs> Doug watches Doug is Top Chef. Well, let's, let's be blunt here. I'll be blunt about it. Well, go ahead, Doug. I'll, but, I'll but, in, you know, but, but they're only exploring the ghost hunting part. I mean, they, they did, you know, the uh, ghost hunters on but, sci-fi... They do the the night cam lights out, you know, which of course there's there's back and forth on what what's going on with that. Well, the only thing that's um, going to be getting explored the though is the actual activity. Out of the, woodwork. the only thing that's yeah. getting explored is the the activity, you know, if it's there or not, right? Right. There isn't yeah. the you know, and how many times we said this in the past, Doug? There isn't you know, you don't walk into a place and spend an hour in there and have all this stuff happen to you, right? Right. We've been to places where nothing's happened to nothing, nothing zilch. We've been there several times. Spent, Hours and hours of time. Oh, I, I would say that um, the uh, out of the number of uh, let, let's put the number of hours I've been ghost hunting in the past five years at a thousand. I don't know. Yeah, I, any, it might be a thousand. Yeah, uh, n- nine hundred uh, and ninety-eight of those were nothing. Not very. Yeah, nothing happening. Probably met a lot of cool people, had some great conversations, but as far as you know, seeing any, seeing something that might, yeah, I can count. I can count on on the fingers that I have the number of like unexplainable yeah. experiences I've had. Yeah. So I mean, well, I, it's like, go ahead, Greg. It, it's like it's like Doug was saying earlier too. You know, the thing about books is, with books, you know, you don't need uh, crew assistance, you don't need cameramen, and you don't have half an hour to finish it, you know? Mm-hmm. You can take your time with a book, and a book can go into the details and all that other kind of stuff. But with television, I mean, you got to sugarcoat that crap and make it, you know, swallowable for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that if everybody saw everything that went into each television show, they'd, they'd never watch it, you know? They'd, they'd never want to see it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's the problem. Is I, I don't think a lot of the viewing public realizes that it's pretty darn boring most of the time. Mm-hmm. And more than likely... And, I mean, I've noticed this lately in a lot of television shows that are out there. It seems like the shows that used to not find a whole lot of, uh, quote-unquote, evidence are finding a whole heck of a lot more now that there's a ton of competition. Wait, yeah, but what you just said, that's because they're, they're, it's a market now. Period. Exactly. It's a market exactly. now, and look, you got to turn the volume up. 
We got to turn the volume oh, yeah, up over absolutely. here. You know? I mean, let's, let's be frank about this. Uh, Reality TV and Satan's website are what drive this thing now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, <laughs> they're scare- They're the scariest things out there that to drive this particular field, I think. Uh, you know, I know when we first started, I mean, I have to mention that, you know, if it wasn't for the Internet, you know, Ghostly Talk right. wouldn't be here. That's Ghostly true. Talk wouldn't be sure. doing this show at all. Sure. Um, sure. That that's an obvious point. That's fine. Uh, but I I can I think people know that you know we don't spend that much time on. I, I don't because it kind of scares me now. As far as Satan's website is concerned, yeah. it's a scary website. All I do I do see just nothing but. Oh boy. <laughs> I just alphabet soup. With the shows and stuff like that, it, it does. It, it's. I think people just obviously get the same impression that you know it all happens in one hour, and we're out yeah. the door, and we have all these experiences. Which you know, and all, it, it has to be said, it does create this awareness aspect. People are out there trying this stuff. That's great. But, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But if you have but the same people, mm-hmm. these same people are under the impression that there are are rules and guidelines and uh, 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 certain places they need to be members of a family. You know, in order to do this and do this correctly, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I talked to you about this a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it's it's you know, it's a positive and a negative thing that we're operating in a a field, and I use the term loosely, mm-hmm. that has no uh, set standards. I mean, it's it's positive because you know you don't have one group of people out there who are you know. Uh, uh, setting these rules that everyone else has to abide by. I mean, you know, anyone can do what they want. They can they can experiment in all these different sorts of ways. But on the other hand, you know, it's I think you called it the wild west. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say, Greg. I'm like, it's the wild west out there right now because there isn't any rules. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there are well, there's guidelines that people learn from TV, <laughs> right? They learn, exactly. they learn, you know, they learn these guidelines and things like that. Um, but yeah, other than that, it is the wild west out there. Um, I just, as a matter of fact, well, go well ahead, the though. very the the very uh, family that you're talking about, <laughs> and and there are <laughs> other there are other things that that oh, are sure, that are sure. people doing that that are trying to organize. The Wild West right now, yeah. But yep. I mean, what's it going to take? We we, you know, so so we had the Louisiana Purchase already because <laughs> you know everybody wants to be on TV, and then um, <laughs> yep. so so boom, you know, MySpace is the Louisiana of uh, modern era, <laughs> and so everybody gets their 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 claim, their stake, their little piece of the uh, of the new territory, yeah. And then they run out and about trying to you know make a pilot and. <laughs> It's, but, oh yeah. But what I'm wondering is like what why isn't why isn't that a valid way to, to organize uh the alphabet soup on MySpace? Well, why isn't that's, the family that's rewarding it's rewarding insanity. It's rewarding it, it what it is is it's it's uh it's encouraging people to act as crazy as possible because the crazier you act the, the, the better you look on television. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean I, I feel like lately uh, uh, common sense, like you're chastised for using common sense, you know, to, to uh-huh. point something out at somebody, you know, it'll it'll hurt their feelings. Well, and, it isn't exciting to well, say. It isn't exciting to say. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Greg. Uh, but no, that's all right. It's exci- It's not exciting to say. Um, well, there's not really much going on here, guys. We've been here for 12 hours and <laughs> nothing's really happened, right? You know, you know how you solve that. You know how you solve that. You mm. get interesting people to be on the show. Mm. You don't just hire a bunch of spuds that are going to sit there with no personality. You know, you know the, the problem is that when these That's shows me. started, 
they they operate on the burden of proof. That's mm-hmm. the whole operation. I mean, you know, uh, the end is the reveal. And if the whole show is set up around the reveal, you're just going to have a lot of disappointed people if you don't find anything time yeah. after time after time after time. Well, yeah. You know, and I mean, uh, 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 you know, statistics would dictate that if really as much as every ghost hunter I've ever talked to says that nothing happens, you know, I don't think that the television show uh, uh, producers uh, are going to fund uh, 90, uh, 90 expeditions that do nothing because mm. it costs money. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fund 90 expeditions that do nothing to get the 10 to 20 that are going to get something. Yeah, you know? exactly. One thing, I, I want to point one thing out, though. We're going to go to break here in a second, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. But... This is one thing I was just thinking of when you were saying that, though, Greg. I remember, this is number, remember when Jerry Rivers was really big? Geraldo Rivera? Oh, yeah. Okay, Jerry Rivers? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Remember when he was like, you know, you couldn't get him off the TV set after he got his nose kicked in by that Nazi skinhead guy? Um, he did a special where they they found a vault in Chicago. Oh, that yeah. It belonged to Al Capone. Al Capone oh, vault. Right? You remember this thing, guys, oh, right? God, yeah. Oh, yes. And they, this was like a four-hour thing. And I remember being glued to the TV I, set. I remember With it. my dad. We and all like, were. What could be in here? Could it be gold? Could it be <laughs> jewels? Could it be all this stuff, right? And at the end, they found some old money, and they found a couple of just pocketbook things with numbers in there. It was so anticlimactic, but we all watched the heck out of that thing. You know what I mean? sure. So it has happened. Now, that's just like a one-time special. I mean, we're talking, you know, we're getting into like seasons of things and stuff like that. That was just a one-time thing. But people seem to watch that. And at the end of the day, wait a minute, another example here. We might have to go through the break. Whatever. Um, I vote we just blow through we'll the break. We'll blow through the break. Yeah. Screw it. Okay. I told you this This might happen, guys. We're going to go through the break. Here's <laughs> another one. Right. A few years ago. Uh, Great Pyramid. Remember that? They Gotten Brink's door. Oh, door. Gotten Brink's door. Right? And there was another door behind it. Gotten yeah. Brink's door. I sat on a message board for a week before this thing. Doug, you made popcorn, I, remember? We yep. made popcorn at your house for this thing. Yep. I was so I excited. I was so excited yeah. about this. And, I, and I'm actually reading stuff on message boards. People are like, I think on the other side of the door, there is a wizard waiting for them to give them knowledge. Now, okay, that aside, that aside, I was just so enthralled, no matter what, just to see what was on the other side of this door. So they made another four-hour special out of this thing, right? Drilled a hole through the door, put the camera through, and there was another chamber, right? (laughs) Nothing too exciting, but for me... At least for me, I was like, "Hey, I think that's fantastic, man. I think that's amazing." Exactly. You know, they didn't now, have because I mean, now you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we and and we've heard people with TV shows say on this show and in in our personal yeah. lives, yeah. we we've, we've heard people say the best stuff hits the cutting room floor. Yeah. Because it's just not marketable. It's just not, you know, it's just not and exciting. It's not as exciting to the everyday viewer. And yeah. so, I mean, I, I see television. But it's and, happening and though. Like we see we're a, seeing stuff happen though. I, mean, I, guess I just mentioned the the pyramid example, and then you know the the Al Capone thing. This stuff does happen. It seems that people have enjoyed it. I really. Got a kick out of that pyramid thing. I thought it was really cool, even though they didn't find a wizard on the other side that was going to give them knowledge. They just found another. <laughs> I thought it was. I'm like, we're looking at something that hasn't been seen in over four thousand years, and that's pretty that's exactly. pretty cool, man. That is really cool. All right, that's pretty cool. So admire that, right? Do we have to have a demon jump out of the wall and try to eat our brains every single well, we week? Do now. Well, you do now. We yeah. do now. I mean, the precedent has been set, right? Like, I, I, what's going to happen now? It's going to get worse until it gets better. I mm-hmm. mean, and and I, I hope, I hope 
that this is the last hurrah. I could only hope, but I have a bad feeling it's not. Hey, I and, you do know, that's have one of the a demon named Bob following me. Yeah. For the record. Demon named Bob. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Wow, where did this come from, Connie? I'm just saying. I do. <laughs> you have a demon named Bob following yep. you. Yep. Well, that's, a whole, that's a different <laughs> show, Bonnie. That's all documented. No, I, I, I agree with you, Greg. I think it, it is going to get... In space. It is going to get... Well, I mean, let's just take reality TV for a second. It's just in general. Okay. Just in yeah. general, not paranormal reality TV. Reality TV itself. And say... And I, I flick around here when in between watching you know, watching Monster Jam and you know the westerns on AMC, right? Which is my my forte. I hit these things and I see just women with their breasts hanging out of their shirts, well, running what, around like maniacs, walking high out of their minds. The, well, go ahead. The, the chick, there's the chick who took a crap on Flavor of Love. Oh, oh yes, yes I heard about that. But yeah. you're seeing that, she was like running shit. up the st- uh, running up the stairs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the point and it, it got written up on the internet like every day yeah. for six months. But no, well, well, what's interesting is the uh, there's different flavors of reality TV. There's well, the competitive but they're all, kind. But they're of all re- getting more and more extreme as we go along. It seems like it's sure. just, people are pushing the envelope even harder and harder every week. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you know here's the, here, the, the annoying the annoying part about it is, I mean, I don't I don't think that stuff has to be. Uh, unbelievably over-the-top insane to be entertaining. I mean, there's... And, and then there's some things that are over-the-top and crazy, but they're in, in, in a manner that you can uh, that you can swallow without, like, rolling your eyes. Like, take Mythbusters. They love to blow crap up. Yeah. And the show is awesome because, you know, I'll, I'll believe the stuff that they come to because they even make, you know, all the backstory behind everything, the science behind it, it's fun and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, there's... there's more shows like that, but I don't think they're getting a whole lot of... Well, of Weird, U, uh, Weird of, US uh, is a, Weird US is another good example. Those guys just basically yeah, cruise around. And look, and look, we I mean, James Willis is, you know, we, we've been talking to James Willis for years. Yeah, and the, yeah. The, the, all those and guys... And you know what's cool about them is, you know, there's no pretense to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they go around and they show... I mean, I love the books. I've got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And, and all, all they do is they take what's there and they say, here you go, make up your mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and those are right. and yeah, like you said, there is no pretense there. There is no drama going on. It's just like we're going to check this exactly. thing out. See what you think? Yeah. So uh, my my whole thing though, I think, is just that with reality TV in general, is just that it seems like in general. Again, I'm not talking. Well, about... Well, I like my competitive ones like Top Chef. <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> and, sure. And, uh, well, when are we going to have next Top Ghost Hunter? When is that going to come on? I mean, it's a matter of time. <laughs> well, don't they already have that, actually, for kids on HBO F or something, HBO Family? What? They, they actually have a, a reality TV oh. kind of series where this one guy is... Uh, uh, like like these two kids, you know, one will be sent into a haunted location with some equipment, yeah, and then yeah. he'll and and they'll film it and stuff, and like a, a vase will rattle, and then he'll be like, oh, the vase rattled, and then they'll be like, oh, that's where you know the the maid had had her hands chopped off or whatever, oh, and then uh, and then he'll come out, and then they'll send in a little girl, you know, and sh- something completely different will happen to her. The chandelier will shake. I think I know what show you're talking. About. I think it's Canadian. Have you seen that show, Dana? It is it is Canadian and it runs at least here uh, on our cable channels on HBO Family HBO Family. I, I know what one you're talking about. And yeah. I, I actually thought it was 
pretty cute. I thought it was. <laughs> I, I did. I thought it was cute, and and I thought it was interesting, and I thought it was fairly innocuous. But um, but, what are they, but they're not it, trying are to. Are they prove, in a conversation? It's a, it's a com- competition. It's a contest kind of thing for these kids, and these kids can yeah. go. And then a panel of kids who know absolutely nothing. Well, about yeah, ghost you're still you're still building. They vote for the best of the two ghost hunters. Yeah, and that and that's yeah. really great. Yeah. But again, it's still building on sand. Period. Well, yeah, it's building yeah, on it's, sand. It's purely and well, you only. Know, you know. If, 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 and I'll just put this out there. We have, we've been talking about these shows for a while now, and I can't say enough good stuff about them. There, there's, uh, at least two shows that are out there that I would encourage everyone to go check out. Uh, if any of your listeners haven't seen them yet, mm-hmm. they're not American shows, go figure, mm-hmm. but they're awesome, and they deal with like the strange and, and things that you don't normally, you know, you know, get to immerse yourself in. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, uh, um, John Safran versus God, and he deals with all these strange religions and, and things you, you hadn't heard of, and, and it's crazy, it's great, it's, it's all he does, I mean, and he's so interesting and entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it, there's, again, there's no pretense there, he just goes around and documents these different things. Mm-hmm. And then there's another guy called uh, Louis Thoreau, and he did this series for a while for the BBC called Louis Thoreau's Weird Weekends. And he yeah. hangs out with UFO nuts. I mean, like everybody, he does. He does like these two guys who who have this blaster ray that they kill invisible aliens with. Wow, oh stuff my like God. that. We gotta get he those guys awesome. on the show. I've only done that twice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've only. But I think you know they're they're available on YouTube twice. and stuff, so anybody can go check them out. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you get a region free DVD player, I, I can't stress it enough. They're excellent, and you'll see what we're missing. Here with mm. our sugar-coated, you know, crap. Well, you know, it's kind of like the chocolate we were talking about earlier. You know, we, we were eating. The, Bonnie bought us these wonderful chocolates for Christmas, and it seems like anything outside of this country just seems to be a little less sugary. It's a little bit easier. And it's more smooth. It's more and smooth. It really tastes a lot better. Yeah, you know. Well, well, nice what analogy. I'd like, thank you, Scott. That what I would great. like is all these alphabet, <laughs> all these alphabet groups that popped up on MySpace since. You know, in, in the past what four years? Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, or four pick or an acronym, years. then pick a name. Right. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> and I I think if if all of the, if, if all these people now each and every one of them has <laughs> done at least one or yeah. two pilots, yeah. right? Pick I an ac- wait. Pick an acronym, then pick a name. <laughs> right. And the closer your acronym is to taps, the better. Yes. If it oh, ends oh, in yeah. apps, you're all set. Yeah. Like you I, know, I have seen some of the most. Taps. I've seen some of the most hilarious acronyms, and you just know that they just thought, okay, guys, we're going to form a group, and we're coming up with the best acronym we can, and then we're going to come up with what it stands for. And you can tell that they just labored to, to see how they could fit that Z in there. Well, if you refer to Scott L's Guide to Starting Your Own Ghost Hunting Group, written in 2004, I do a whole write-up on that, as a matter of <laughs> on fact. On how to pick your name. I'm going to pull, yeah. I'm gonna have to pull that thing out of the vault again and play it, because it ties right into what we're talking to. about. Yeah, because, yeah, I... I well, there's the danger. There's the danger of doing it the other way, picking a name and then having the acronym. Why is it? Even, even it could the, be Nips. It could be Nips. We, <laughs> the oh. eminent Marcus Leader, yeah. who is a thinker beyond all thinkers, I think. And well, he took a beating for that here on this show. <laughs> yeah, we, we, he took a beating I for that, guys. So bad. I'm still waiting on my T-shirt for that. But the way. Northern Idaho Paranormal Society was a very questionable choice. Well, you know. you, well, when you put it in an acronym form, yeah. Yeah. So, so he did it the wrong way. You're supposed to pick the acronym first. But anyway, so this alphabet soup, they can have... We, can we get an acronym for, for Lemmy? 
<laughs> We're gonna have to work on that one. We're gonna have to figure submissions go. for L E M M Y. Yeah, submissions. Email to that to us. I'm Scott L at ghostlytalk.com. I want to start a ghost hunting group called Lemmy. I want you guys to fit <laughs> the words into the acronym. God, this is great, Greg. I love this. This is fantastic. There you go. But this these is beautiful. But these alphabet soup groups have have come up with all this stuff, and 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 each of them has done at least one or two pilots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it, sure. if they happen to own their pilot, I would love to see. Because sometimes they don't. Um, I I would like to see a a website like YouTube, only it could be Pilot Tube or something, and uh, and they could put their pilots up. And and heck, I I would started that years ago. What's that? You guys remember two years ago? It was like ParanormalTube.com. Oh, oh, yeah, like a month and a half. Is that wow, still, is, it still, is that. that still around? I, I mean, I think I went there like once or twice. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't even know where Lou Gentilly is. <laughs> I haven't heard his name in years. <laughs> well, ever since the fine. Yeah, oh, we haven't heard yeah, that's yeah. correct. He's, he's, the pirate broadcast. Yeah. Arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Ahoy, matey. Well, okay, so... I got 10,000 doubloons. Well, the... <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's where we go spiraling out of control. What have I told you? I don't know. Okay, but no, the point being here, you you were on that. You were were doing something, Doug. Um, I was saying that all these, I would love to see these these pilots. I would like to see all the pilots all at the same, oh no. No, Somebody somebody typed in something to the chat room. (laughs) Bonnie's out of, okay. Okay, GHI people, you're going to have to wait a few minutes for Bonnie to stop laughing now. (laughs) We're administering water as we speak. Okay, wait. (laughs) Did somebody say something or? No. No. She just randomly is laughing. She's just having a laughing fit. It's your girlfriend's fault. Oh. (laughs) My girlfriend's fault. What'd she do now? Um, She created a name for a paranormal group. Okay, oh, no. what is this? Paranormal <laughs> Inquiry News and Investigative Services. You can it <laughs> oh, Greg, write that one down, brother. You know, there's a, there's a group of people on YouTube who a while back created a, uh, a video that was kind of funny, and their acronym was, uh, they were fighting against ghosts seriously. <laughs> fighting against <laughs> ghosts seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are you kidding yeah. me? Wow. No, no. I love that funny. one. <laughs> well, I said before in a nicer way, but I'll say it in a more straightforward way. This, you know, what this they could send us their like, letter jacket. Yeah, I want one. I, I, or, or oh, there you go. You got to do a contest. Yeah. The best acronym. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, though, I think, you know, that, you know, the reality TV thing and Satan's website. Uh, there are what really are, you know, again, I, I really want to be fair here and say, you know, I encourage people to get involved and try sure. new things, but it just seems like, like, you know, we talked about the other day, Greg, that, uh, you know, I, when people say, well, we want to start a radio show, you know, how do you do it, Scott? I go, well, first off, why do you want to start one? What's the exactly. reason for you to want to start one? We want to start a ghost hunting group. You know, how do you get started? Well, why do you want, why are you doing it? If you're exactly. doing it because you want to get on, you know, the food channel. Girls you know, and beer. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Arr. yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm <laughs> here for pirate, <laughs> yeah, right? Pirate. Radio. Why are you doing it? That's the number one thing. That's what I always ask people, and it seems like a lot of the reasons now are not, you know, for the reasons I know I started back in the day. It's like, to get on TV yeah, or for stuff, to man. get on TV or for money, which yeah. is hilarious exactly. because that's not what a hobby is. No, and it you isn't. know what? You know, and I don't know. I said this too, and I know that I know that Nick and Dana can attest for this. I mean, we and, and I know that I talked to you a little about this uh, before, Scott, mm-hmm. but. It seems like now you are shunned if you just admit it. Just admit it. 
you do it because it's fun. Mm. You cannot admit that you do it because it's fun. You need some cause, like, I'm going to help people. Yeah. Or I do I'm it because it's fun. I'm going to fight demons, <laughs> you know? Well, you can't just say, hey, it, it's fun. Otherwise, people give you crap about it. Oh, well, you're just, you know, if you just do it for fun, you just must not be serious. But that doesn't mean we can't be serious about it. We just can't take ourselves seriously. Exactly. I do it because the aliens in the in the tale of Haley's Comet told me to do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. but I didn't know that other people did it just for fun. But I, <laughs> no. I know when we started out back in the day, it's because we is, had a serious interest in this thing. This is my hobby, and this is also my uh, uh, an intellectual pursuit of mine. Yeah, that's yeah. what this is. Sure. That's all I do. And do you enjoy yourself doing that? Oh, you enjoy only when it. Bonnie's hey, there. Hey, you know what, though? That's, that's selfish, guys. Yeah. That's selfish. Well, well, you know, yeah, I we, have to say... we do one, have to go out and help people all the time. One of the first... you can charge $200 an hour one, to expel something from someone's home. One of the first That's not time, selfish. No, One no, of no. the first times I saw uh, Scott L. get up in arms about something. Was that <laughs> one of these... Was it a debate or was it presented as a panel discussion? I don't a remember debate. which. But, debate. Uh, but somebody said, um, let's face it, we all do this to help people or something like that. Well, that was it. I got dragged out of the building, uh, down the steps, in the freezing cold or whatever. I don't remember if it was cold or not. But it was. But we, we got dragged down. I got dragged downstairs and then he literally jumped up and down. They're not in this to help people. They're not in this to help people. What sure. what help can you be, you know? And, well, that's and, the thing. Is, I mean, how stupid do they think people like us are? I mean, you know, I mean, sure, okay, you might be helping someone, but at best you're doing it inadvertently. I mean, you've got another goal on your mind if you're the type of person that screams that sort of thing. If you're making money from it, you're not doing it to help people. Right. You know uh, what I mean? I, I, I can understand someone, like, coming in, you know, you know counseling and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, those are the people that say, you know what, I just drove a while to get here. Give me, some, you know, some gas money, and that's great. Give me a dinner. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if there's people that are out there that, you know, are saying, well, you know, uh, I'll give you the consultation, then it's $200 for your blah, 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 blah session, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it to help people. They're doing it to make money. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I know there's been times where we've went and done some investigative work at certain places, and we talked to the people there and, you know, kind of informed them the best we could, because any conversation, this stuff should always start with, look, this is all theory. That's what every conversation exactly. should start with. Um, right. We've informed people the best we could. We've taken some pictures, we've done everything we could, and there's been a few times where the people have come, you know, at least to me, or maybe separately or whatever, and said, man, it was really great having you out here, you really, you know, cleared some things up for me, um, and I learned some stuff, thank you, you really helped me out. Well, that's just a yeah. bonus for me, I, that makes me exactly. feel good, like, wow, we, 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 you know, we, we helped these people out a little bit, we enjoyed ourselves too, totally cool, it's a bonus for me. When I got into this stuff years ago, you know, a few years ago, whatever, uh, it was not to, I, I didn't, it's not because I'm a mean person or you're a mean person, Doug, or Bonnie, well, Bonnie's a really mean person. I am a mean person. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, my number one goal right wasn't on to help shirt. anybody, it's because I, 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 it was an interesting hobby to get oh, into, I sure. thought. It was an interesting hobby yeah. to get into, I thought. And it I, was interesting. I always had a, a, an interest in this yeah, we all did as well. I mean, from from childhood yeah. on. But what um, we're really <laughs> yeah we're flying. We have an agenda here, don't we? Yeah, we, we totally <laughs> blew that. The oh, there was something else I wanted to ask, but that's not going to work. Are you sure? Yeah. You want, you want a minute to think about it? Nope. Let's move on. Well, okay. I, I, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's live. Okay. Yeah, it's live. Um, Let's talk about WTF. 
Let's get into that. I mean, we uh, we do have a couple things we want to talk about, you know, and we 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 cruise here, we crank through the break, which is what I knew we were going to do, anyways. Uh, but you know, WTF? What what is this all about? Just, let's just let's hear about this. Uh, again, I think WTF is another uh, outlet uh, from our frustrations and from paranormal television, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that sort of came out by accident. I mean, I think you guys saw GHI versus Bigfoot a while back. God, did we? Oh my. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Yeah, you know, somebody You said, actually met Tim, too, didn't you? Yeah, I, I have met Doug, Tim. Doug has. He, I went Bigfoot uh, hunting with Tim. But he, it, oh, it, lucky you. The weirdest, <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing is when, when, that, when that film came out and GHI was going to be on uh, the show, I thought, well, I'm going to have to review this. And then I thought it was like 20 or 40 minutes long or whatever. And I'm like, oh, there's no way. I'm just going <laughs> to use a little slider thing, you know? By the time I by the time I watched it through one time and, and and I did not use the slider thing at all to skip fast forward or anything, my my jaw was on the floor and I had to replay it an entire another time. I was gonna uh, this is from my my preparation was I'm gonna skip through and I'm just gonna watch little scenes here and there. Yeah, I watched it through its entirety twice. Yeah. Well, and see that's not even the finished copy. Like it was an accident that that you know, stayed out. I mean, people started to see it and liked it, so we just left it up. And it's not right. even done yet. Wow. And, uh, you know, that right there is exactly what WTF is. It, we want it to be an exercise to show people that you don't have to have a giant crew to do things. I mean, it's like what you guys have been doing for a while. You're completely independent. You yep. build your own studio. Yep. You know, you travel around on your own dime. Yep. And, and do this because you like doing it. Mm-hmm. So we want to show people that you can do the same thing with video. You know, you don't need to have, like, uh, like we edit, like, GHI versus Bigfoot, the rough cut was edited in, in uh, um, uh, iMovie. <laughs> iMovie, the whole thing. Okay. You know, our cameras are consumer-level video cameras. And yet, if we can produce something that many people think is entertaining by it without having to fake anything or, or have a giant crew, things like that, you know, it just goes to show what you can do when you, you know, actually have an interest in it and a passion in it and, and aren't looking for money from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I like to think that, sorry, I was just going to say, I like to think that it's sort of a social commentary on the insanity that the paranormal community has kind of fallen into right yeah. now also. Well, well, you know, and what Dana was just talking about is, yeah the subject matter of a lot of the, the shorts, like, you know, the things that are going to come out with it is, I guess we should have said this to begin with, uh, WTF is going to be like a series of online videos. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. weekly. Yeah. Um, some of them will range from anywhere from an hour to like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And they hit different topics and different subjects, and some of them are sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they really kind of take aim at some of the, the the biggest things that have happened. And, and it's like you said, it's a commentary on the state of the paranormal community. And I think that people that watch them will understand what we mean by that when it comes out. I mean, mm. you know, I don't know. I haven't heard Nick talk in like 30 minutes. I'm wondering, you know, <laughs> I, I really feel bad because, I mean, Greg, you know, you're like me. We both got the gift of gab, you know, as the... Yeah, Greg, I know. We, we can't shut up. And we can, and we can go Greg back... Greg is and, very hard to interrupt. Well, well okay. I like I'm listening. Sorry. Where's where's hey, Nick at? You know what? You know what? Screw it, Nick. Start talking and tell him about WTF. <laughs> I like I like listening. I'm a listener. I take in <laughs> I take in what you guys say and I you'll process it. You know. I'm a, well, I'm thank you, Nick, for that. Nick's thank you. Strong, sensitive <laughs> member of the team. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, Nick is actually, you know, he's in a bunch of the things that we shot for, for uh, WTF, and, you know, uh, I'm sure that we're going to shoot more very soon, uh, which is one of the reasons, I mean, after, after Who Forded came out, a lot of the WTF stuff kind of went on the back burner, mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, we just, we've all, we've all been so busy doing different things lately that we just haven't had the time to work on both, but I think pretty soon we're going to have that sort of time, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I can... Uh, I'll tell you this much. We're planning on putting one of the episodes out uh, just kind of as a primer with the new Who Forded update tomorrow. Mm. And it's one where uh, Nick stars. He's actually the only person in it. Uh And uh, he talks about a little... uh, He he actually portrays one of our favorite people in the paranormal community. Oh, boy. Ryan Arnois. (laughs) (laughs) This should be an interesting Monday for us all, it sounds like. Yes, yes. So everyone can check that out tomorrow. We're going to put that out and, uh, you know, just kind of a primer. So, you know, people will be able to see exactly kind of where we're going with it. But we're, we're going to have a lot of sketches like that. Um, it's kind of like an in-depth life. Of, uh, like, what was that, Nick? What? Oh, it's just, I don't know. I'm just living the movie. It's like, I went, I, I've talked to Brian Hardwall. We've talked on many occasions. And I just and we became good friends, and I felt it was my need to, you know, get out in the public and portray what his usual normal day every life would be like. And I think I, oh yeah, I yeah. think I nailed it. Well, well you, I'll tell you this much about it. I'll tell, he did. Nick nailed it. Nick nailed it. And I Nick mean, I, I mean anything. He and he and Brian Renoir are good friends, so you know he did a very good job at this. Uh, but I'll tell you this much. It's basically Brian Harnois forgets to turn his webcam off after he is finished recording Beware Radio. (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy. I can't wait. And we have to look forward to this tomorrow. Tomorrow. It will be out tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Who Ford is going to have a lot of, or or WTF is going to have a lot of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But there will also be a lot more stuff like uh, GHI versus Bigfoot where we can, you know, maybe find somebody who is mildly lucid, perhaps, uh, at best, (laughs) to hang out with for uh, a weekend or so and document what they do, Uh you know, and and just basically guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah. Let me interrupt you, Greg, for a second. I just got to say something, because I wanted to say it earlier when we were on that subject. Go ahead. Like, oh, you do. The whole, the, like, the, whole, the whole ghost thing is great and all, like, but like recently I felt like I'm kind of going away from the whole ghost thing. Like, for me, personally. I mean, mm. I still like doing it and all, but after, you know, watching, I don't know, like Taz and Paranormal State, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it's just, it's been a downer. It's not fun anymore. It's well, not. Like, it's, it's honestly in not. A way, I don't, like, what you said about you know, John Saffron and, um, what was his name? Yeah. And I, I love doing it. Like, what we did with GHI versus Bigfoot with Tim, I, that, that to me was, I mean, it was fun and stuff, but it was also like, believe it or not, it was serious too, because we were out there, you know, we didn't, we did not know what to expect. Well, that's what was documented, yeah. though, Nick, was the work. I mean, believe me, Doug talked about his experience watching that, and I'll talk about mine very briefly. <laughs> when I watched it the first time, I was at work in the office, and I nearly got myself canned that day because I was laughing uproariously out loud. Um, it just, you know, it was a fun thing to watch. But at the same time, though, you guys were out there tromping around the woods with 
with guns. <laughs> but, God, yeah. but you were out there tromping around looking for these things, and some you know some interesting kind of things happened. You know, watch the video, guys. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. So you know there is this stuff going on. Yeah, and it was a fun thing to watch. I didn't mean to cut you off, Nick, but I just wanted to point that out. Oh, that's okay. Well, see, you know, it's funny, Nick, because because Nick didn't Nick didn't enjoy it too much when Tim spent three days in Canada with us. You <laughs> 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 want to see that on air? Canada <laughs> let him in. Say it on air. It's on videotape. They let Tim. They let Tim Holmes in. Canada. And they let him back in, in the U.S. They let him back in the US. <laughs> I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Well, see, you know what was really funny because the Border Patrol they played this game. You know which of these things is not like the other. And there's like three twenty-year-old kids that are crossing the border, and then there's this like crazy ex, ex like merchant marine who's like fifty years old sitting in the back <laughs> talking about being in Iraq and like, oh yeah, here's my military passport. And the guys at the border were just like, what is going on? <laughs> wow. Well, I think I think we covered because we only got a couple minutes here, unfortunately. But I think we, I, I hope we covered what we, what we had listed down here, Greg. I, I'm not sure. I sure. think, I think, you know, the thing that I think should be kept in mind here, there was a lot of, I think, maybe some yelling and screaming going on uh, and things <laughs> like that. But I just, I think it comes out of a, at least for me, uh, you know, a love for what this stuff is about and what this, you know, sure. what goes on here. And I, you know, my thing is, I really want to see people get involved with this stuff, but I want to see them get involved with it for the right reasons. Uh, by no means am I am I in a controller of anything, but like we said before, I know you said the same thing to people, Doug. Uh, well, I want to get into this stuff. How do I do it? Well, why are you getting into it? Why? Bingo. What's, what's your Bingo. reasons? That's the big thing, I think, that people need to take into consideration. You don't break into this field, first of all. I'm tired of hearing that, too. You don't break into anything, okay? You're not breaking This is not... This you, you started a MySpace page. Yeah, breaking in. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. You don't I have break into in. anything. You 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 get involved with this because you want to do it. You want you want to learn, or you know maybe get something. Whatever you get out of it, you know besides a paycheck. All right, it doesn't always have to sure. be about a paycheck. You know? And uh, but sure. but I I also want to temper that a little bit with yeah. the if you know because there's a, a similar um, field or what have you with uh, um, exploration. Because you know, if you if you explore things, you want to go search for Noah's Ark or mm. the Bermuda Triangle sure. or whatever. Okay, yeah. you you can't obviously afford to you know uh, sure, to, sure. to go do that all the time. So what happens is you need to seek out grants, and and so so you go and you seek out these grants, and not everybody's paying for that kind of stuff anymore. No. Nope. So what you do is you make do with what you got, and sometimes a fantastic hey. National Geographic special comes out of it, and sometimes oh. a cheesy DVD comes out of it. <laughs> so, but, you know, I mean, the thing is, is you, you sometimes you've got to go do some, you know, in order to go do the things that you want to do, yeah. uh, sometimes the funding, although in this, in our case, the funding is not anywhere near uh, the, the amount of money you need to explore. Yeah, it's out of uh, our pockets. You know, to explore, you know, the Bermuda Triangle or something, yeah, or, yeah. The, or the deep, you know, forests of South America looking for the temple or whatever. <laughs> you know, you, 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 can't, you can't afford to do that on your own. You, you've got to seek out the, the grants, and sometimes that comes from entertainment sources. Mm -hmm. um, sure. So, you know, I guess at well, that you know, point, you've got to make a judgment call. Everybody wants to get paid to do what they love. I mean, that's, that's like, you know, everyone's sort of unspoken goal is to get paid to do what they love. Yeah, oh yeah. And, totally. and I can understand that. But when you love taking advantage of people... <laughs> You can get paid for it, but mm. that makes you a real crappy person. No, it does. You know, I mean, yeah. there's there's definitely there's definitely a, a giant chunk of the paranormal community 
that does what they do because there's suckers born every minute, yeah. you know, and, and that's right. what enables them to keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I, uh, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being able to say that you do what you do because you, you love what you do. And even if there's not a paycheck in it for you. And, you know, and, and that's one of the reasons that we're, we're doing Who Forded and things like that mm-hmm. is because we love to do it. We love to do it. I mean, there's not anything for it. You know, Who Forded doesn't take pay ads from anybody, so no, we're not mm-hmm. trying to profit. That's right on the website, too. And you, you guys can all go check it out. The, the website, whofordedblog.com. H-W-H-O-F-O-R-D-E-L-O-G. Yeah, guys, we got to go to break, unfortunately. Dot com. That's cool. And then, of course, myspace.com slash ghosthuntersinc. Uh, which I think is on all of our friends. Well, yeah, you guys. Now, <laughs> so, you know, Greg, you guys, yeah. we're having some issues with the site now. It, ghosthuntersincorporated.com, is that the that that that's it, the site? It's uh, yeah, ghosthuntersincorporated.com. We we recently let our uh, 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 ghosthuntersinc.net expire just because it wasn't really doing it for us. So yeah. we've got ghosthuntersincorporated.com. That's now. the new site. Cool, guys. Hang on the line. Don't leave us just yet. Thank you for joining us. Sure. I think Thanks we had Adam. a very very. Productive conversation. I think. I think a lot. Of, this is really eye-opening for uh, the hope a lot of people. I don't know. Whatever. Doug, you coming, take care of it. coming up next. I, Between I, Michael I, Graves and Ghost Hunters Incorporated, I'm pretty much cooked right now. We still got <laughs> Dave Brocky. Yeah, this is amazing. Speaking of somebody who travels a lot for work yeah. and gets to go to really spooky places and Oops. and and check Odorous them out. Odorous uh, Yeah, Dave Brocky does that. We're going to be talking with with him coming up right after this. Miss a live broadcast? Feel free to download it direct from the on-demand archives at ghostlytalk.com. What are we made of? Why do I get sick? How can I live a more balanced and whole life? These are just a few of the questions explored each week by naturopath, medical intuitive, and clairvoyant Dr. Rita Louise on Just Energy Radio. Explore your possibilities every Friday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Join us at JustEnergyRadio.com. When you flashed, I saw what looked like a figure standing in the hall. Okay, this is Stream Team. We're ready for EVP sweep. That is weird. These cameras don't do this. Water supposedly will come off and on in various rooms. So our EMF meter started this campaign. You're listening to the number one source for paranormal evidence brought to you firsthand by real investigators in the field. No hoaxes, no disinformation. You're listening to The Ghost Project. I found myself face to face with someone or something that was attempting to play with my psyche as well as my physical being. How sure are you of that? I'm 100% sure of that. I'm tired of waiting up for a 
I'm Tim Yancey, inviting you to explore the fascinating realm of the paranormal. Ghosts and hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and alien abductions. Join me live every Sunday evening at 9 p.m. with the foremost authorities and experts in the world regarding the mysterious realm of the unexplained. The Encounters Paranormal Radio Series, as heard on WBZT, 1230 a.m. com. Here's what happened. We what happened? To, we were trying to get a hold of Dave. And we couldn't get a hold of him. So we checked the email. Thank God. <laughs> um, r- really quick, uh, Dave emailed. just he, uh, 6.30 p.m., as a matter of fact, he emailed our time. Uh, and said he had to, he, unfortunately, I have to cancel tonight. He has an emergency. He got an emergency call regarding a close friend of his uh, who's at the hospital right now. Okay, so and I don't blame him. Sticking by our thing of always saying family and friends come first. Dave, we'll hope the best for you, brother. That's yes. the number one thing here. Um, he said he did say please uh, give my apologies to all, especially the listeners. We'll get him back on. We'll yep, definitely yep. get him back on for sure. Uh, but yeah, we luckily we checked our email and uh, yeah, he's gonna, he wants to reschedule and stuff like that. So sorry about that, guys. Dave says he's sorry, but hey, that's way more important than uh, <laughs> than doing our little radio show here. Take care of your family and friends, number one thing. I know one of us would cancel out in a second if that happened to us too. Yep. So that's what we do here. So what we're gonna do basically then. <laughs> To lighten things up a little bit. Open line. We're going to open the line up, I guess. We'll try that. Um, and uh, We'll try that. Or we can so talk about... I'm scared. I'm always scared of the the, the, the the call-in stuff. That stuff always freaks me out. Let's I'm talk about... yelled at by somebody. Well, let's talk about until somebody calls in. I get in yelled at all the time. You get yelled at Shut all the time? Shut your hole, Bonnie. You do not. I get yelled at by Scott all the well, time okay, on the yeah, show. That's true. What were you going to say? Kidding? You also get pulled out of channel. Yeah, I do. But do you want to give yeah, them the number? <laughs> yeah, what is the, what's the, yeah, do we have a, yeah, don't pull her out. Let her, let her yeah, let me give the number, then pull me out. Do you have the number, Bonnie? Yeah, if they want to call, the number is 201-793-9022. Yeah. When asked for the conference code, it is 799-5098, followed by the pound sign. I think, yeah, and then if you want to uh, talk to us, you have to raise your hand. So you press 1-1. One, one. No, you don't. You don't. I'll push star nine. Star nine? That's oh, a new changed. one. This is a new system here, as you can see. Uh, what we're yeah, looking I at see going. the different screen. Uh, star nine, raise hand. They haven't told us how much it's going to be yet. Yeah. Either. I don't really worry about <laughs> That's that. That's always nice. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see what you're getting charged for that now, too. Yeah, but... Uh, see, now don't you wish you had worked on those EVPs earlier? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> wow, I got... <laughs> If that isn't the biggest I told you so I've heard all week. Well, let me let me go. You know what? You know what I can do here with the I'm wonders kidding. of technology, Bonnie. You don't have to, Scott. No, I can. No, I can but actually pull them down here. Actually, Wait, you have if you EVPs? do it right now, it's from whispers. It's the growling and stuff. Oh, don't um, yeah. don't use them all. 
And Kenny Biddle said to tell Scott and Doug that he loves them. Not that he loves me, that he loves you two. <laughs> okay. Huh. Well, we love Kenny Biddle. Yeah, Kenny's the man. Um, wonderful guy. Absolutely. We saw, as a matter of fact, we saw a squirrel. No, this came, this is ironic. <laughs> um, we, Amber and I were leaving a record store yesterday, uh, and this squirrel was sitting in front of my car. I'm like, that squirrel's yeah. trying to break into my car. And Amber's like, we got to call Kenny. <laughs> that was just yesterday. As Kenny a the fact. squirrel slayer. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. What the well, heck happened? We what I would like tell to people do. to call and then have a broken phone line. Yeah, something... Well, Wow, this is. Go ahead, Doug. What I, I got to fill time here because I got to. What I would like here. to do, yeah, is use some of this time because we've got we've got some time here. I can't do my favorite quotes of the year on the show, Doug. I can't. Why not? One of them, I think you could, but nobody would understand it. <laughs> but all the rest are, yeah, that they wouldn't. They, those are definitely well, MySpace things. I heard about this. <laughs> what the favorite quotes of the year thing? Is that up? Did you block no, it already? No, it's not up yet. I'm going to do it tonight. Oh. oh. Do you, you remember them all? I remember a lot of them. <laughs> and that scares me. <laughs> Actually, there is one I can do because it's from like a 10 or a 12-year-old boy. And it... <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just going to explain it because Sean, for my birthday, started my collection of Living Dead dolls. Have you seen them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I love them. For Christmas, I got the Captain Spaulding Living Dead doll. Okay. So I was showing him the dolls that I have, and then a little later on, he was sitting there just staring at me as if I was as if I had two heads or something. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "You think I'm weird, don't you, Peter?" And he goes, "No, you have a collection of dead Barbie dolls," <laughs> and that made my favorite quote <laughs> because I love. Smart-ass comments from kids. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. So we got Kenny out of the way. We got that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> what I would like to do with the time, because yeah, we have time, this is thing's totally froze up right some, now, so well, we have to wait I'm for it. I'm calling right no, now. No, no, it's froze up. The whole panel's froze up. Oh. It's broken. Oh, that's great. So what yeah, you, I don't hear anything on What did you want to do, Doug? What, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about some constructive, not, not necessarily criticism, because I don't have any any projects in mind. Yeah. But um, I'd like to... Yeah, here's... It is it's working. It's right. just we can't... I'm going to reconnect up to it. Guys, whoever's trying to call in, just hang tight. We'll fix it in a second, all right? Uh, go ahead, Doug. We'll re- um, let's talk about constructive comments and t- hints and tips and tricks and stuff like that on how to do your podcast or your DVD or your pilot or your what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, things... The do's and don'ts kind of stuff. Don't ask me because I suck. I, whoa. I'm d- just don't mind me, guys. I'm I can't give constructive like. comments because, well, I'm just here to They're be smart They're not cutting remarks. Yeah. <laughs> that is my sole purpose. Yeah, you, your DVD sucks. That's my, only, <laughs> that's my only purpose on the show is to be a if you're chronic of smart doing, aleck. If, and, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. So I can't offer advice. You, however, can because you're, like, serious and I'm not. I'm diplomatic. That's you are. Sure. I am not. 
<laughs> I try to. I yes, am. True. I am very much a Scorpio in every sense of the word, ah. and if it pops into my head, it flies out of my mouth. Wow. So most people really don't want to ask me for my opinion unless they really want the truth. Well, if you if you remove yourself from being a Scorpio for one, I can't. Oh, Doug, we're one in the same. If I had to do a critique on this show, I'd tell you to get rid of me. <laughs> That's Here's some say. constructive criticism for you. All I can say is the show is great, but that <laughs> chick who does nothing, oh my God, get rid of her. No, I... Wh- okay, here's some things that we've learned along the way, okay? Okay. We we change up Ghostly Talk once once every year, year and a half or so. We change up something, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't we? And and I like that. I, I think that that's important. Uh, we, we experiment with it. These are do's. You know, change it up a bit. Uh, every now and then. Um, uh, experiment. Try something new. For example, this talking to people who don't always just tow the company line, let's say. Mm. Oh, well, that sounded awesome. Why did we get two beeps? Oh, really? It's, it's Okay, I have to fix that part. In our headset. Okay, yeah. I can fix that. I can fix that. Oh, okay. Oh, you keep you acting have to like turn nothing. the hand-raising on, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to fix all this stuff. Hang on. All right, you do okay, that. Okay, you keep talking. We've done you. that. Uh-huh. We, we've changed out music. We went to an all-independent music format. We... <laughs> I know <laughs> the listeners can't hear this. Oh, but we can. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We've also changed out um, people. We've, I don't, we've I don't, I'm just waiting for the axe to fall on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Scott told me Wait I was going to get... I'm working on it. Hang on. Oh. Scott told me I was going to get fired after I got the logo tattooed on my leg. He was like, yeah, we don't want you on the show anymore. <laughs> now that you have the Ghostly Talk lo- logo on your leg, you're gone. All right. I, I think I fixed the phone line. Do you know how hard it was to okay. talk I know. Over I'm really sorry. Um, yeah. Okay. We're growing as we speak. Uh, in um, more ways than one, my hip's huge. Well, no. We, you what about topic? Well, you mentioned there was a couple things that came up. You mentioned that there was people that have been switched on and off over the years. Didn't work out. Deal with it. We, oh, I was no, saying that's not it I, like it was a bad thing. Well, no, because I remember, no, I, 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 it's something I will mention, okay, and I know there's somebody wanting to talk, hang out for one second. Okay. When, 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 when we did lose somebody a couple of years ago, we took more crap for that. Oh, we did. We, we took a beating for that. I yeah. took a whole boatload. The people load out there, and you know what, I don't, and get as mad as you want. You don't know what was going on in the background. You don't know what we were, we were dealing with. We were doing the best we could to make the situation work. It was an amicable decision between both parties. We took so much abuse for that yeah. to the point where both of us were like, "Do we? See, this is how we get treated by people by doing the show. Do we? Is it really worth taking this kind of crap? Right? So fine. Now it's out. We, I was the whatever. bad guy for it. Just saying. Oh yeah, I know. You could you could end, for that, the bad right? Guy. It, yeah. It's what happens though. Like any type of collaborative effort, sometimes things just don't work out for people down the road. Right? No, per- nothing personal. It just happens. Right? Um, that's just my point with that. Now, you guys go ahead. But I'm, that's not what we I've were been talking. screaming and yelling this whole show. So I know, but that's not what we were but talking we, about. We I, didn't mean it in a bad way. I wanted hints and tips for improving your podcast. Well, or maybe or I don't, we whatever. got somebody on the it's phone. It's Kenny. Is it, is it Kenny? It's Mr. Biddle. I'm sorry. Oh, bring, we're we're going to get back to this because I want to talk about this. Okay. This is really cool. Good. I hope he can. Yes. Um, now, Kenny, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, my God. Yay! The phone guys. It froze up for some reason. Sorry about that, man. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Excellent. Hey, Kenny. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. How you guys doing? I needed you yesterday when we were at the record store. We had to kill a squirrel. 
I'd be better if you had said that you loved me, too, but you just said that you loved Scott and Doug. Bonnie, it's always implied that I love you. I, sometimes I need to hear it, okay? Well, you need I to, love you, Bonnie. I love you, too, Kenny. You need to write a book on your squirrel episode, I'm telling you, Kenny, because I remember when you told us the story of the squirrel battle... Um, it, it it was just pure poetry, I have to say. Oh, so, yeah. I you see. Get out, people out there now for the listening audience. People out there, this gentleman on the lines, Kenny Biddle from Pyra, fantastic ghost hunting group, fantastic uh, researcher in the field is Kenny and here, author. who does self publishes. Um, he self publishes yeah. his books. He's an author and self publishes all of his books. We have all of them here. And he's got a firm chest. And he's got a very firm <laughs> chest. He's got a and tight bun. And. I would know. <laughs> he's a fantastic person all around, but he's doing—he's out there doing this stuff, getting his ideas out on his own, which is kind of the motif of this whole show, what we've been talking about. And it's great to have you on, Kenny, because you kind of just drive that point home with us again, is that, you know, you can do this stuff on your own. You don't have to have people backing you. You don't have to have agents. You don't have to—you can do things on your own. Right, Kenny? Right. You, you don't need anybody but yourself. I mean, as long as you, you have the drive and you have some common sense, which— Oh, you know, the, these out. days it's really not that common anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, if you got you got a good head on your shoulders, you don't need anybody. You can do it all yourself. I yeah. need help then. I have no <laughs> common sense and a really bad head on my shoulders. <laughs> we'll I'm have to get you an agent. <laughs> yeah, we have to get you an agent. We <laughs> <laughs> need an agent, Kenny. What's going on with you? What's been new? We haven't talked in a while. Oh, uh, not much, man. I, I've been I've been hanging back because of the holidays and stuff. I haven't really done much, but. Um, now that the new year's here, I'm going to start getting back into it. And um, actually, I've been working on a, another book, a local ghost story book. Oh, uh, those are my favorite. Value. Th- those, by the way, are my are among my favorite books. Uh, when I when I went to Gettysburg, of course, I you know I looked for books. When I went to Connecticut, I looked for local ghost story books. When I was in Washington D.C., I found a book on local ghost stories. When I was in, um, well, actually, before we went to Arkansas. I sort of took a, uh, <laughs> from the Ghostly Talk Library um, a book uh, on on ghosts of the Ozarks. Um, you know, I mean the 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 local regional kinds of of ghost story books written by yeah, local yeah. authors. Those are like if they're not the top, they're they're number two in my favorite kinds of books to read uh, because it's uh, you know, K- Kenny, this is really interesting. It. it <laughs> it doesn't seem to be like it's it, it doesn't have the it has more of the local diner flair mm-hmm. than right. than the oh let's go to get a a, a cafe cappuccino fracalaca mote <laughs> um you know whatever from <laughs> from, Tell from, dog, from Tell the him, place brother. that's you know in every single city in the in the entire world yeah. you know the, whose initials are SB so so it, it it has a local diner kind of flair and i yeah. really really enjoy that and one of the things that that we've done on on trips even bonnie is we've we've gone on the f- few occasions that I we've gone... I was sleeping until you said my name. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> That's how good I am On the, the few show. occasions we that we've gone... We don't need your gone... channel then, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Take no, me No, we do, because I have to ask her something. Okay, but, go. Uh, on some of the trips where we actually were going to finally go, you know, eat... Mm-hmm. Um, shut up. <laughs> we eat all the time. <laughs> there ain't a one of us starving. I was going to okay. talk about it. That's all we do when we go out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's true. There ain't a one of us starving. Oh, yeah. Next. Well, for 2000s... 
2007 or 2006? Shut up and give Two- me your point. <laughs> Wasn't there a quote from uh, Nathan Scudover? Yes. Yeah. Eating so is good. We should eat every day. Yes. <laughs> Boy, thank you, that Nathan, for that bit of insight. We waited way too long to have breakfast. That one I know, day. It was like 5 p.m. <laughs> but, but we. <laughs> anyway, wh- one of the things that I do is I try and find, you know, local diners, local little places rather than <laughs> the big place, you know. But and for we some found reason, some doozies. Oh, we did find some doozies, I have to agree. But, but uh, and, th- and that's what I like. I like the local flair. I like the, you know, mm. the, the mom and pop diner kind of feeling as opposed to the SB coffee shop kind of feeling. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I've always liked my favorite restaurant is right here in town. It's Telly's right there on Van Dyke. Right. And it's just, a, it's been there for like before any of us were born. Then it's got crust on the walls from before that, right? <laughs> right. Um, but I just was there. I went there the other night by myself. Yeah. And just had my book and I had a salad. And, and did they judge? Absolutely they? not. And there you so go. They love me there. They love me there. there. For the Scott. record, Malt is Shake's exotic cousin. <laughs> Did you get that too, Kenny? <laughs> oh, boy. And all of the above reasons this is are why your book is going to be a, a resounding success. <laughs> well, the, uh, the local books and regional books, I think they're able to go to an area. Like, you guys travel a lot. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Not but, us. Uh, like, uh, I mean, we... Our therapists my wife, say too much, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> and some, of, some of my team, I mean, we've started doing that you know this past year we we saw you guys at a lot of conferences and it's nice to to get in town a new place and the first thing i do is go to the bookstore and find the local section because not only do you get the local ghost stories but you get the local history you find out what's going on and all the 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 neat and odd things that go on in town Mm -hmm. so i love them kind of books no they are and that like you said that local flair is always a great thing you know there i i hate to quote it again Oh, do it. Just do it. Lemmy must have Tony's something. No, Tony Soprano said the best. Don't take him out of channel. (laughs) Tony Soprano said that everything in America looks the same nowadays. And there oh are, but there are these pockets. God, there's like 800 ch- channels on cable. (laughs) And they're all the same. You don't have to watch just one. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. No, I'm just saying that, that this local flair thing. I mean, that's what it's all about, though. Uh, you can go to any 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 you know any Denny's or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll I just Denny's, like okay. the obsessive overuse of the word flair for the flair. Flair. <laughs> flair. I really love it. Flair. So yeah, it's called flair. I like I like this. Yeah, it's, it's a I like the local office. flair guys. <laughs> <laughs> you need thirteen pieces of flair. Okay. <laughs> if you don't have thirteen pieces of flair, then you're not keeping up with. So Kenny, what else what are you working on? <laughs> yes, what well, else you uh, Let's see. Uh, I got the, the local book going, and uh, I've actually s- started gathering more research for a either a second Orbs or Dust book mm-hmm. or just put it into a one big expanded edition because I have enough material actually to, to double the size. Oh, then I'm I think it should be called Orbs or Dust. <laughs> Instead okay. of just orbs or dust. God, you are you know. a jerk-off sometimes. What? <laughs> I know. Bigger Kenny, and better. Kenny, eat them up. It's all yours. Bigger and what? better. No, you, are you, are you guys like, are you guys like uh, what are you taking a lesson from Sean and like drinking during the show? No, 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 no. No, no, but I've had... 
three pounds of chocolate. Yeah, he's like off the <laughs> walls right three now. Three hours. So no, you're looking. You're looking to revise that book, though. And that, I mean, you're gonna. You, you have. A, you have a lot more material, so you're gonna revise. I that? Have, yeah, I have a lot more and just ideas. Like over over the last year or so, like every time I've seen yeah. like a TV show, which. There's like they're a dime a dozen anymore. Yeah. And seeing like a documentary or read a book that something just sparked an idea, I usually jotted it down and I have I have a stack of papers and like uh, pieces of paper that I just rip off edges of napkins where I just wrote an idea down. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of stuff up there that I have to get through and research and make sure I have all my information correct and then lay it all out. So. But yeah, I got enough for another book. Wow, man. Because I mean. You guys okay? Yeah. You all right? Before we go further here, <laughs> back in channel. I put them, they're both yeah. back in channel. I think now. I'm better now. I'm better. Well, Kenny, like I said before, you're you know, and this is kind of topical that you're here with us tonight too, because you know this has been well the last hour talking with the you know the Ghost Hunters Incorporated folks and stuff. I mean, there was a lot of talk about skepticism and things like that. And you're one of those people out there too that really is like that is not a ghost. That's dust. I mean, you're one of them very. Vocal direct, people, direct vocal people, and, and people there. do need to hear this. People do need to hear it. I, yeah. I personally like to, be you know, be a little more diplomatic. <laughs> yeah. But you but, like you, Doug. You like to point me out because every conference I've been to with you, there's there's at least one time when I hear oh you. God, somebody yeah. comes up to you with a, a photograph and says, "Oh, what do you think it is?" And I see you look around and say, "Oh, you know what? You should talk to Kenny." And then you dart off <laughs> <laughs> out of the way, great. and I'm stuck with somebody, and I have to give them the bad news. <laughs> yeah. That's good like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I I, yep. I act as one big uh, uh, director. I am I'm a director. Director. I, I will direct <laughs> you director, there. Director. And you there, and I'll knock that out. Yeah. Stand over. Do not hit the microphone. <laughs> no, I am on solid sugar right now. <laughs> no, but that that has to be. I mean, again, uh, it just it's just very topical. I think uh, you know, Kenny, you're one of the outspoken people out there that I you know that right. we've talked. We've talked at great length about these things, and I know there's been a few people who have had their their feathers ruffled by you as a result of your opinions, which I think I did, but I enjoyed it. But <laughs> it has to be said. Though. That's a whole different topic. Yeah, <laughs> it, it has to be said though, Kenny. I, I think sometimes it does. I agree. I Here mean, we go again. Did I make Doug spit <laughs> Diet Pepsi? No, did I? No, but I'm going to pull my channel again, Kenny. It was close. All right, just pull it out, man. All pull right. the plug on them. <laughs> Anything uh, else on the horizon for you, Kenny? Because I really think i got to put these guys on break right now. <laughs> i got, I got one more break left in the arsenal, and I'm right, I'm, i got, I got to dump them, dude. They're, they're going nuts. I'm sorry. I really missed the show. Nothing, nothing uh, else. I mean, I have those two projects, and that that takes a lot of my time. So good, good. Um, we'll see. I mean, well, we're gonna probably the new year. Yeah, we'll be seeing you. I'm sure on the road sometime, and we always keep in contact too. So yes, yeah, definitely. definitely. Tell your family we said happy new year. I'm gonna take us to. I'm taking us to break. I am putting. <laughs> he He is the director. I am the director. Kenny, actually, Kenny, hang on the line. Don't leave. Us, okay, hang tight for a second. Okay, right. <laughs> guys, this is ghostly talk. I, I am Scott. I'm Doug. <laughs> we'll be right no back. No more chocolate. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
Wow, I keep shaking this ball, and all I get is the number eight. Where's the snow? I told my psychic I wanted to know if I was going to win the lottery, and she asked me for the numbers. The desk card keeps showing up in this deck. Maybe I should get a reflector on my scooter. I keep dreaming about frogs leaping into my bed. This book says I'm just horny. Having a bad day at the Wheel of Fortune? KarmaCast has answers. Check out K-A-R-M-A-K-A-S-T dot com for show listings and time. KarmaCast.com is a division of Mayhem Media. Hi, this is Luke. And this is Tobin from Quest Research. Hey, Tobin, what do you get when four guys with absolutely no video experience whatsoever decide to produce their own online paranormal TV show? I don't know. What? Oh, wait. I do know. Ghost Diaries, right? That's right. You can check us out and get involved at www.questresearch.net. And the good thing about being new is that we will only get better.
to Darker Side of the Moon Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Visit our website at darkersideradio.com. From horror movies to the paranormal, we cover it all. It's a spooky, weird, and zany kind of show. With your hosts, Laura Moon and Becky Ray. Don't miss it. Yes, this is the party machine known as Ghostly Talk. <laughs> yeah. Hint number one. Don't do a half hour like that last one. Oh, come on. That was entertaining. Don't well, eat... Well, it's a definitely a way to shoot out of the opening gates of 2009. Don't, yes. don't eat 50 little sticks of chocolate. And oh, you guys are cool. Eat. No. Um, thanks for dropping in, Kenny. You're the man. Yeah. Kenny's are. a really great guy. Love um, you, Kenny. Love him to death. Looking forward to hanging out with him getting down the road. Well, before we talk to Kenny, though, you really, we, we were getting on something about, you know, some pointers, well, maybe. Well, pointers, because you know? we've been doing this for so long. But we're not consultants. Let's just make this a yes. very... We got a little bit more experience. We might be able to help a couple people out with this thing independently, right? So, yeah, right. Doug, it's all you. What's I, I, li- I like changing it up every now and then. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's something to be refreshing and, and interesting, and it, it, it gives... Because it, I find the music of Ghostly Talk, the, the you know, bump-ins and bump-outs and all that kind of stuff, mm. to be... Uh, it, it helps set the pace. Well, yeah, you and know, that's what you... I mean, when you're doing a show like this, yeah. I mean, and that's something, you know, we've talked about, you know, over the years and stuff. You know, when we first started the show, if you remember, it was like something like, God, I think we actually just took a drum beat <laughs> and recorded it, and it's like, boom, 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 and we like sampled in some crap. Right. You know, and then that was it, right? Uh, and we've had, you know, over the years, we've just kind of gotten better, and thank God for the independent bands, because, you know, everything you're hearing on here are bands, you know, you know, yeah. from my band to a lot of other bands that have just been nice enough to let us use their tunes for, for liner stuff, like the bump-ins, bump-outs, uh, for full songs during the breaks, for our intro music, Scott Kern, you know, he actually wrote the, go- you know, he's written two Ghostly Talk theme songs for us. Yes, we yeah. love you, Scott um, And talk to him, actually talk to him, not this week, as a matter of fact, via email, so. Well, he wrote three, but <laughs> wasn't there the But I actually, one? I actually replied to it, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, so yeah, I, you know, I talked to him, but you know, he's written. Is, is that unheard? What's the that? first, the the second one that he wrote? Oh, the tune. Well, you, you mean this? Or is that is song? This, this one is a version of that? Are you are you referring to the wrote, song he sent? The, the first the first one was the Scooby Doo sounding song. Yeah, I have right? that filed, and it's going to be getting put in the rotation. But I don't know if it's been heard or not. I know. But, well, I know. yeah, I mean, the, the Scooby Doo sounding one was the very. You know, we used that for like two years. Oh, but yeah. Then, oh, I know what you're talking about. But then okay, there was yeah. a, a rewrite of it. I thought it was fantastic. There was a but couple But there were a couple things. things that you said, well, we need this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And did he just completely rewrite it or and, and do this, what, what we hear I now? I remember what... 
where it exactly went down. I know we've made, we it made had a couple a of changes. Jazzy we asked kind of for a couple of changes, and Scott was more than happy to do it for us. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just kind of, but it was a collaborative thing. I mean, he did the writing and the recording. Oh, he did the whole thing. What we actually I talked mean, about doing, here's some trivia. What we actually talked about doing was we were going to have Scott come up here. Right, and we were going to have Scott come in with us with MFPS because that's when MFPS was still, you know, we were still yeah. an active band, and we were going to have him come with us, and we were going to write a song together, right, oh. and record it. Did but you never got around to that? Speaking of Scott Kern, song. did you get his uh, announcement in your email? I did. Which announcement was that? Because I mean, I'm, the, my uh, brain is mushing. Re- right. Is it a record release party? Oh, is for Jethro, yeah, for Jethro Easy Fields, yeah. his band, yeah, uh, yeah. I saw that. Which is incredible. Well, he sent us all the stuff. He sent us all their music. We're going to be using his stuff down the road also. Oh, excellent. We played Jethro Easy Fields on the, on yeah. the show before. Great band. Check them out. Um, yeah, so Scott's one of those people that, you know, as far as the art of this show is concerned, and for pointers and stuff like that, all you got to do is that people have asked us this before. Well, how do you get these? Ba- Contact them. Send out, I send out, I hate to, you know, one of the positives of Satan's website is you can contact a lot of people. You can get stuff out there. And I send out bulletins or whatever, saying, hey, look, you know, we, if you want us to use your music, just send us, you know, your permission where we can get it and we can use it for the show. We get a lot of people nowadays that send stuff to us, though, too. You know, yeah. it's going, hey, I heard about your thing from a friend and, uh, you know, you're, you're, the word's out. That's really cool. Here's one of our songs. Check it out. You have our permission to use it. You'll want to get their permission to use it, though. That's the number one thing. Yeah. It re- we've never had an issue with it in the past, ever. We but did have one where um, a band member didn't know that another band member submitted it. Or oh, yeah. Like there was or some like, confusion. Yeah, yeah, there was some confusion. And, but it worked out like, fine. But, well, I, from what I remember, he said, wow, thank you so well, yeah, much yeah, for giving done. us some yeah. play, some yeah. airtime. You know? So, no, but I always, myself, I always require... You know, not because we're like, oh, we have to send it to our lawyers or something like that. I just go, can you just send me an email saying, you know, it's cool to use our music. You know, here's our band and stuff like that. It's all I ask from people. And I just keep the emails, you know, yeah. and say it's it's cool. Nothing, no money's exchanged, nothing like that at all. It's just to help these guys. Independent people with other independent people. And, yeah, and exactly. And I think it's working great. Yeah, you know. And, that's and how, it's really... Mm-hmm gotten you know we've gotten more exposed to independent music through well, yeah that. a lot of these bands you know they they're into the paranormal too these guys are like oh yeah man you know it, it helps us out it can help you out too if you have your own show right it just helps you get more exposure yourself and it helps these bands out and it, it, you know i just we've gotten some really kill i've i've gotten into some really killer bands as a result of ghostly talk, yeah. these people submitted their stuff. I'm like, God, this band's amazing. These guys are great. You know, let me buy that album. Let me find some way to get that album. Let me do something for it, right? So th- that's a big plus with that. Um, that's how you align your show. It's just doing it that way. Grassroots, just do it that way. Contact the people. You got to get out there and do it. They're not going to come to you at first, right? <laughs> you know? Nobody knows. You got to let them know, right? It's just that simple. So that's the line, like you were mentioning. That's you know, that's kind of how it's done. You know, I. I I don't know any other way really to do it, but besides just contacting people, it's pretty simple actually. You know, now as far what what <laughs> what about content? I mean, because you know we we here at Ghostly Talk have have experimented with content over the years. Well, we're experimenting tonight, and we're, we're very <laughs> experimental. <laughs> That's true. Content nowadays. This goes back to. I mean, we started out. It's it it it, it was a show about ghosts, ghost hunting, and the paranormal. Right. Yeah. And yeah. pretty much it still is. We've we've ex- 
uh, you know, we there there are things I think that it's all pretty much interrelated anyway. That's one one of the things that seven years has has done for me is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much cement the idea that it's somehow it's all, all related. related. Yeah, and uh, but the. You know, still, it, it's still about ghost gusting and paranormal at the core. Mm-hmm. We, we've we've branched out a little bit into the independent media. We had some fun tonight with Michael Graves. Michael Graves oh, was yeah. nice enough to come on the show tonight. And look, I'm sorry, you know, it it was it was offered to us. Yeah, and we took it. and we took it. You know, because it was really. Ashamed. And I think we had a really great time talking to him. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. And you know, uh, when I go see, uh, you know that even though I I don't. T- typically go see horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the After Dark series of films, eight films to die for. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, I mean that that was so incredibly highly rated. The first round of that, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually yeah. have the DVD set. Mm-hmm. Dog, yeah, I wow. have it. It's it's in have one of my boxes. Opened it? No. That well, I haven't done, but I <laughs> but I do possess it. I I do have it. When it comes to content, and though, I know yeah. I'm going to go see Perkins yeah. 14. Mm-hmm. I'm going with P- you. probably not on January 9th, but you know, soon mm-hmm. when whenever it comes to Detroit, because isn't that the kind that travels the country, yeah. or does it open in theaters everywhere all the time? I I I'm not sure how they do that now. Because um, the last one I think was in different cities, yeah, different traveled different around different the country. Yeah. yeah, I I'll have to look up this this series of the After Dark series, but mm-hmm. we'll um, it, yeah. it'll be interesting. The, when it comes to content, though, and this is something I you know that we talked about at great length, Doug, concerning the show. Nowadays, I think. Just from where we're standing at, and I think it's a good practice for other shows to get into, you want to look for the people that have the most interesting things to say. This ties right in with this whole night, you know, with our conversation with the GHI guys and gal. Uh, You want to, I think, you know, go... in it, well, let's put it It depends on what your motivations are, I guess. It's not as easy to get on Ghostly Talk as it used to be. No, it isn't. Uh, we're, for, we're still pretty pretty easy to work we're with. We're still very easy to work with. But yeah. What we want, though, is we want an idea. Yeah. We want something that you're doing that's interesting to yeah. us and to others. And and if if what you send us is your your uh you know a list of the shows that you've been on or a list of the media that you've done or the list of the you know uh, well we had to talk about this a while ago that's though less than what we yeah. want we want ghost hunting stories we want a ghost story here and there yeah we want a theory. Mm-hmm. that you might have. And this we, isn't just for ghost hunting. This is for all the stuff under the paranormal. Right. I mean, I want to really tread into this year, as far as content's concerned, um, we're going to try to be cutting into some new things here and talk about some weird, interesting things. You know, a lot more UFO stuff, for one thing. I really want to talk to a lot more UFO people, which is something I hope we can we can make. Uh, it might be a veto, you know. <laughs> Bonnie, that's not Bonnie's favorite topic. I'll just sleep just fell and watch chat. Oh, there okay. we go. All right. Well, but, but however, you know, last year I did my UFO thing. Mm-hmm. I I would I did the same thing. I I'm interested in different topics in the paranormal. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years ago, I did Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, I went. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I, I bet you Tom Biscardi like to talk to you. Last year I did Mothman. <laughs> All you gotta do is get I a, wondered what you were doing. All you gotta do is get a Bigfoot costume. A lot of noise coming Get from a Bigfoot room. costume, just bend it over in front of you, dude. Send it to Tom Biscardi. He'll have it up on the website. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Two million dollars. Yeah, have there a, you go. We'll be rich. Fly me out to San Jose for a press conference. But no, the um, yeah. the the uh, 
uh, the, two years ago, I, I went on a Bigfoot hunt, mm-hmm. right? I thought that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> got no takers, hunter. but, I, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, did, I did go Bigfoot hunting yeah. with a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. Not the, the, you know, not good for a... I was, what, 39 at the time or something? And mm-hmm. uh, I was exhausted. But <laughs> the... Um, and then last year, uh, uh, last summer, I went to Roswell. Yep. Right, I, I wanted to look more into UFO stuff, and then somehow toward the end of the year, it just totally worked out that the director of Michigan MUFON mm-hmm. came on the show yeah, and was at the us. Michigan yeah, at the Michigan month. Paranormal Mr. Conference. Gillespie, yep. At, wow, I mean, it, it just totally worked into the you know that's another yeah. one of them things that happen when you do paranormal stuff, mm-hmm. and. You know, so this year I I don't know exactly yet. I I know I want to get more into the mysticism, the the you know pre. Right now it seems mental mediumship is the big thing. You know, yeah. <gasps> your deceased uncle loves you. Well, how the heck do you know? He's a bastard. You don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> nobody liked him. He was a drunk. I mean, but but you know, I mean the they they. It, mental mediumship is the big thing, you know, totally unproven, totally unprovable, mm-hmm. uh, unless they tell you, you know, where is the hidden will or something, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, or the the key to the chest that yeah. contains the gold or, you know, it, the, it, nobody ever, that, that hardly ever happens. But yeah. anyway, I want to see physical mediumship. That's what I want to do. I, I want to see it. I want to experience it. I want it to happen to me. Yeah. Well, when it comes to people doing shows, though, like I said, putting this information out to people, again, it comes down to what... What's going to interest you? Because if it's going to interest you, and you're going to have a good conversation with this person, and you have a listening audience out there that's listening to you guys have this conversation, if you're with somebody that you know it's not really your thing, it's just not going to be that much fun. Right. I mean, everybody we have on this show, it's something that we're you know it's a topic or something, our person or whoever that we're really interested in, right? And that's what that's what drives. Well, at least people. one of us is interested in in pretty much every you know because there, there are sometimes we have oh when we have dream people on. <laughs> I'm just totally out. I, I don't know. But you you have a dream for every day of the week. <laughs> and and you're totally into it. What does this mean? Or this is what it meant well, to yeah, me. Yeah, and yeah. and so so you get into that stuff. When when we get into the, the you know, the ARE, the Association for Research and Enlightenment stuff. Mm. Totally my stuff. Mm. Ooh. Edgar Casey, ooh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm I'm there. You know. So so we have different widely well, of course, varying and things. That's, so yeah, that's but it, but it all works together though. We all somehow it all melds together. Yeah. But but do what's just do what. Again, I have what, heard shows. I have heard shows mm-hmm. where it was apparent that one or the other person, the, the guest or the um, uh, host or hosts, yeah. just were not interested no. <laughs> in whatever they were talking about. I mean, that's fine. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> I just think, but the, 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 it just gets so yeah. You know, the main point, I think, point. is just uh, why are you doing it again? Yeah. Are you doing it because you're hoping you get picked up by some big broadcasting company that's going to push you out to millions of people? Or are you doing it because, you know, this is something new? I mean, well, I know, at this point, you could buy XM. Well, I, know, I mean, I, XM yeah. is down to pennies but a I know, share. I'll tell you, Doug, when we first started doing this show, though, um, I know I had an interest in doing radio. Right. I had no training in it whatsoever. Right. But I thought I actually had this idea. I and this when this is before uh Windsor Public Radio it was it was C Jam, I think. I think yeah. or something like you remember yeah. C Jam? Oh, yeah. 5.1. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, they have people. I listened to the shows on there, and they were god-awful. They were hilarious, <laughs> right? But these kids were doing it, though. Yeah. They sucked, but they were doing it. And that's yeah. why I was like, well, th- I can do that. I can do that, right? And I just, I had a phone number. It's just one of those things I just was, like, afraid to call, right? Uh, but I had this interest in doing radio. Well, everybody knows the story about us, how we met up and did all that stuff. Right. And it was an opportunity. It just an opportunity calls, you know, hey, destiny, destiny, it's the one for me. So that's how that worked out, right? But it was because we had an interest in the paranormal, and we had an interest in doing radio. Just mm-hmm. our own radio, not, you know, we talked to the people. It's, well, you've got to get a transmitter, you've got to get a dish. And I'm like, what the hell are we going to put a dish at? You know? <laughs> Can't we just use this cable line thing, that, you know, that, that this wonder of technology? Everybody you know? has. Everybody yeah. has, right? <laughs> um, but it's beca- that's the point, is because we did it because we want to do it, and we're still doing it because we want to do it. Right. Um, that's what it's all about, I think. And I think the content will come along with that. I know for us, the big thing now, like we said, is just good people to talk to, interesting people to talk to, honest people to talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, I, it's got to this point now. I don't care about the pilots anymore. I don't care about you. You know, Everybody's got their show, too. That's great. Okay, but it can't, it can't be a focal point for a conversation. What are you working on? What are you working on? What is it that you're doing? The media stuff's wonderful. I think, Doug, we got a couple of... Uh, why do we... Okay, all right. <laughs> I thought we lost our channel. Um, We've gotten emails from people. Well, I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. That, well, and I, I'm much more diplomatic than I used to be. Right. Like, it's great that you're doing all this, but what is exactly that you want to talk about? Right. We can't talk about, you know, you're tra- you're traveling from conference to conference. Like, well, that's what we talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We we fill that spot. We fill yeah. that. That's our stuff, right? <laughs> well, well, you know, what are you working on? That's what it's all about, and that's what's going to make I think stuff move forward in this field. Right. If we're stuck talking about our media appearances, it's just going to stay there, right? It's just going to stay there, I think. Now, now, if we're stuck, not stuck, but if we're talking about forward-thinking ideas, which I think that's why I got into this field initially is because it was a forward-thinking well, field. And that's what I like about things, even though there is controversy, but like, um, is it Dave Schumacher of um, yeah. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? Him and his bunch built this this amazing thing. I, I forgot its name. It's like Echo or some some really cool sounding name. Yeah. Um. It's it's a it's a little robot guy kind of thing that you send in, mm-hmm. and it it will sit there and it will monitor and measure all kinds of different scientific uh, measurements. Yeah, uh, yeah. In an environment, and 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 you can send it into a, a supposedly non haunted location and yeah. a supposedly haunted location, and then compare the difference and mm-hmm. and and see if see if you have an anomalous uh, area or anomalous readings. Phenomenal idea, especially since science, measuring the environment mm-hmm. through temperature, through EMF detectors, through uh, listening for radio waves in that environment, through through all the stuff that people are doing, yeah. is not a proven indicator of whether there's a ghost there. Mm-hmm. Still not a proven indicator. You could get all the EMF spikes in the world, and you still can't say that's because of a ghost. Exactly. And but at least they've got this this gizmo that will measure a whole bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and you can maybe correlate a whole bunch of different things yeah. and look at it scientifically at that point. And yeah. I have to applaud that. That's phenomenal forward well, thinking. Statistics is 
I've been saying this for a while. I don't, so don't think, know if a ghost did it, yeah. but I'm really happy that somebody's measuring mm. as much information as they are measuring. I don't think kids should be getting taught so much like elementary mathematics. Well, they should be getting the basics in school now, but they should be getting statistics training. Oh, yeah. Because that is mathematics in motion right yeah. there. That's how you learn. That's how you make decisions. That's how you solve problems, right? right? And that's what you're talking about right there is pure statistics. We have all yeah. this information. We pull it together and see if there's any patterns. Right. right? That's awesome. I mean, I, I have to see I'm if there's any you. patterns or anomalies. And, and, I, th- and I applaud that thinking. Yeah. That's forward thinking. Who knows? Maybe one of these scientific... Um, instruments makes a measure, or maybe two or more of them combined yeah. makes these measurements some kind of cross triangulation of well, yeah, it's fields, the planet's causes yeah. causes something, and then and you go, whoa! I wonder if that was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Send that thing into every haunted location you can possibly find, and mm-hmm. see if it crosses in that same way yeah. in every haunted location, but not, you know, at Aunt Matilda's house. If the planets align somehow, and that's what I keep, Matilda. <laughs> Yeah. I am Matilda. All right, so... <laughs> yeah, that's what Apparently, she Matilda sounds like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's... Okay. She smoked right. 87 packs a day. Yeah. <laughs> no. I am Matilda. Okay, but yeah, it's like it's like totally the end of the show. I you know. Go. But I think, you know, okay, we, this has been a long... Not a long three hours and like boring three hours, but... Quite it's a been, It's been, it's been a, a good it's, three hours. It's been a marathon of a show, even without Dave. And again, we wish Dave the best with his friend. Um, he's going to be back. He'll yes. be back. We're sorry about that. And Dave says he's sorry, too. But that's okay. Family's always Thank good. you. Thank you, Ken Biddle. Thank you, uh, Greg, Dana, and Nick of uh, Ghost Hunters Incorporated. And thank you, Michael Graves of, uh, well, formerly of the Misfits, now MichaelGraves.net. Yeah, Michael Graves doing all kinds he's of wild stuff. He's doing all kinds of stuff, including uh, January 9th, uh, After Dark Films, Eight Films to Die For. He's in Perkins 14. Watch for that. Mm-hmm. Go for yourself, people. That's what it's, I think that's what this whole show was about, is... Don't Yay, do it, you. Don't do it for somebody else. Do it for yourself. Man. Yeah. That's what it's all about. All right. Till next week, this has been Ghostly Talk. I'm Scott L. And I'm Doug. And I'm Bonnie. See you guys later. Ghostly Talk! You have been listening to Ghostly Talk Paranormal Talk Radio. The Ghostly Talk audio program is distributed for free under the open content license. Please share with all your friends and support independent media. 